Welcome, everybody, to the first edition of the Footy and Frothies podcast, the next expansion of the Beer Garden Empire. Um, Barney Boy, our Club Trev's resident sports reporter, will be joining us every week to talk footy before the sea, before each round. Um, and this week we're joined by our special guest, CEO of uh, Serious About Rugby League website and presenter at the Final Whistle podcast, Trev Smith. What's going on, Trev? Not much, mate. How are you guys? Thanks for having me on this week. Nah, pleasure, pleasure. And how are you, Barney? Yeah, going really well, mate. And we're excited to be kicking off rugby league season. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Footies so and profies, two of my favourite things, mate. <laughs> they um, go well together. It's the best time of year. It's like Christmas. How's your summer been? What do you get up to in summer? Oh, I approve summer, mate. Like just uh, up eight. watch a bit of the cricket, not too much, and just uh, kick back and relax. Like this summer, I got to relax more. No pre-season. We've any not been involved with any clubs. Yeah, felt felt weird, but it was good. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Um, just for those that obviously don't know you yet, probably for the listening or just listeners to come to Club Trev, um, tell us a bit about your background. You've worked with plenty of rugby league clubs over the years and even coached overseas. Yeah, definitely. I've uh, been involved with a few clubs. Uh, I've been at Mounties, uh, Blacktown Worker Seagulls, where I was the media communications manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, overseas, I got to coach at the Red Star Belgrader over in Serbia. And obviously, being with serious about rugby league, uh, I've had a lot to do with the game with, over in the UK. Yeah, awesome. Um, let's touch quickly on the uh, stuff in Serbia. How was that experience for you? Uh, mate, it was good. It was uh, different. Yeah, how long were you there? Oh, originally I was meant to be there for 12 months, but I was only there for a couple uh, of months. Uh, I remember leaving Australia in the January. It was like 47 degrees and landing in Belgrade and it was minus 10. I felt like I was <laughs> Rocky Balboa and Rocky Four. <laughs> and how was the um, how was getting through a pre-season in like Arctic conditions? Yeah. It wasn't really much of a pre-season. Uh, because of the weather and trying to find somewhere indoors. Yeah. But uh, once we got out on the field, it was just doing what we could, just get the players uh, ready. and that. But once uh, the winter was over and we were able to train properly, it was pretty good. And how's the facilities and how's rugby league in that part of the world? Yeah, rugby league's grown uh, in the Balk- throughout the Balkan region. So obviously you got games played in Serbia, Bulgaria, uh, Bosnia, Greece, Turkey. So, like, the game is growing throughout the Balkan region. And the sport, the stand be like compared uh, to park footy here, higher than that? Uh, mate, like, obviously, it's still all developing over there. Yeah. So, like, you probably get, like, one or two players that could probably play at a higher level. And I, I class it on probably just park footy. But, you know, they're still developing, so, yeah. And you've had the players that have come from there come over and played lower grades here? Was there one of your boys came over? Uh, no, like when I was over there, like none of the players actually have came over and played. Okay. Um, over here, but uh, like one of the boys, um, after I left, uh, went and played in England, and that so like as a Serbian, just played for one of the sh- uh, local teams in Sheffield. Yeah. And that, and I believe he did all right. Yeah, awesome. Um, and you follow the Super League quite closely as well through your website. Yeah, sure I do. So I follow the Super League, which is uh, pretty good. I, yep. know, I know not many people rate the Super League over here, but to be honest with you, like when you watch it, you know, like it's a different type of game what we play here in Australia where our game's really structured and over there they still allow the halfbacks to play what's in front of them. Yep. And they have, um, I know, like the, the thing was, I guess 15 years ago, um, players would go over there for their retirement and make the big money for a couple of years and play second tier sort of footy. But from what I've seen, the gap's closed between the NRL and the Super League. Like a look. And especially look at the real hot English Fords that come out there. Or they are some of the best props in there, even in the NRL. Oh, look, let me be honest with you. Like since the beginning of the game, like got to remember, like Australia was always second fiddle to the Poms. 
It wasn't up really up until probably like in the 1970s when Australia started to dominate. And then obviously we remember what happened in the 80s on the 82 tour and the 86 tour where both tours, they went through undefeated. Yeah. But since then, like the Australian game's moved forward and the game over in England, it's sort of gone backwards. And what I sort of think has hurt the game in England, and this is just my personal opinion, when they went with Super League and they took it to the summer. Yeah. So now like the seasons are playing at the same time. So the players don't really get to go over how they used to finish here, go over there, yeah. play, then come back. Yeah. So, but when the players go over, you're right. Some players used to go over, just take the money, and that for a retirement. But yeah. obviously now there's more money to be earned in the NRL. Mm. So I've always believed that the Poms make the best forwards because they're just tough. Yeah. We've so, seen so they come over here and like make their money here. Yeah. They get paid more money over here. So the, yeah. The Burgess there. boys, uh, James Graham, Gareth Ellis. Uh, Morley, Bateman. Yeah, yeah it's just, there's been plenty of them over the years. Like, even go back to like in the late 80s where you had like Ellery Hanley and you know, yeah. like he's, he was good. And even before that, so there's that, been that many of them. Like, so yeah, there's so many I could just keep on going. Yeah, absolutely. And how's your summer been, Barney? We've had a bit of you on Club Trevor. We haven't had you on since Christmas, have we? No, I haven't been back since Christmas, mate. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's been happening. Not taking wickets. Yeah, exactly. Not taking wickets. Yeah, me too. Still ended up one in front of you, I think. Mm. Who's yeah. counting? <laughs> <laughs> no one put up a big post about the race to 500, did they? No, yeah, just playing cricket, mate. I've got the, the little bubs as well, so she keeps me pretty busy yeah, as and, soon as I get home from And how exciting for footy season. You watch literally eight games around. So. Pretty much, mate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if I've got nothing else doing, I'll be sitting down watching the footy. Yeah. Having a beer. Yeah, I, no, I love the football, especially the way that um, – Obviously, you get um, you do get your dud matchups here and there on the on the weekends, but um, yeah, it's just uh, the standard is I think it's still rising as it is at the moment. So, I think um, it was I think last year especially there was no massive blowouts. There's obviously you get one every now and then, um, but there's no real great blowouts. Even where you think there'd be a walkover, Canterbury would hang in there or yeah, Titans um, put up a fight. You don't get sort of the uh, this will get me in trouble for comparing it to AFL. The AFL style hundred point blowouts where no one cares except for. Richmond fans, the but, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but apart from that, it's been uh, the last couple of years has been enjoyable. Um, I think at times the depth probably has shown up when they get a spate of injuries in clubs. That um, I'd be concerned. I don't know what you think, Trev. If they went to more than sort of 16, 17, 18 teams, it's is there really the pool there to play 18 first grade teams? I, got, I believe the pool is there. I just think clubs and their recruitment have to look different. You now, if they want to bring the smaller guy back into the game. Yeah, because like I'll be honest, there's plenty of small guys that get through the junior reps, the under twenties. They go and play like reserve grade, either in like all Canterbury Cup yeah. or Intrust Super Cup up in Queensland at a young age, and that and they're doing what they have to do. But then when it's time to take the step up to first grade, oh sorry, you're too small. But they've been playing at that level for so long. Yeah, it's like why are they too small? So I think if clubs look at their recruitment and try to bring younger guys into it, or the smaller guys, I think of it. There will be a lot of talent there. Yeah, I think when we got onto our super, we were just chatting off air that um, you don't really play super coach just because your rugby league commitments over the years haven't really allowed it. But when we do talk super coach, you would have seen a lot of the younger, I guess, cheaper guys that are now coming through. Yeah. Being at um, you're on Massey's and Canterbury Cups each and every week, you'd have seen a lot of them in the flesh. Yeah, definitely. So you'd be able to help us out with maybe a few guys 
Yeah, mate. Well, at no notice, which I probably could give you. I'll be honest. Like last year, like, like I also uh, call games on Swire FM for Canterbury Cup. Yep. And I remember last year in the final series, I remember telling everyone in week one of the finals because everyone was saying, oh, who's going to win the games that day? And I just turned around and said, oh, I reckon Wentworth Hill and Newtown will play each other in the grand final. That was seven for eight. Yeah. And they made the grand final. And everyone goes, oh, we, we remember you saying it. And, mate, one player like that impressed me really the most out of all that was uh, Billy Maguire, who's yeah. signed with Cronulla. Yes. And I've told people, like, if you want a cheapie, go with him. And that, but it just depends if they pick him in the 17 or not. And as we've seen, like well, what I've seen from most people, all the cheapies haven't been picked. So people are scrambling around trying to change their super coach teams. Yeah. You're exactly right. We'll, uh, the majority we'll, of them have missed the 17. We might get to um, super coach. Uh, and we'll get to that actually and talk about, I'll write that down, the cheapies and um, the uh, Daily Telegraph hyping up players that are never probably going to play first grade. Um, but a couple of other news points out of the week. We heard the when we talk about teams and out the stuff. Just we we're just talking quickly about Ockhambor and um, was it Harry and Naira? Naira, yeah, in a bit of trouble. Both been um, stood down. Yeah, for some alleged stuff. We that's probably all won't talk about at the moment. Yeah. which we obviously can't talk but, about. Um, but that weakens their team massively. Yeah, this weekend. big blow for Canterbury. Uh, and uh, Paul Gallen and Mark Hunt. Apparently, the fight's official. So. Um, how's that going to turn out? Any opinion there? Yeah, apparently Hunt signed the contract. They're waiting on Gallon, but... Yeah, what, what surprises me with that, right? So, obviously, like I saw Gow's response yeah, uh, yesterday on Facebook. Yeah. And he's saying to Hunt, mate, what do you want trying to rush me for? You've had three or four weeks to sign it. You've got what you want. Yeah. Tell, your, tell all your fans, now it's up to me to get what I want. But end of the day... Can't tell me the promoters haven't been talking to him for the last three, four weeks either. Yeah. No, of course. Exactly. Well, he's, he would have written out the Hunt side of the contract, so he I knows what he wants. Yeah. yeah. But um, I, I struggle to understand how a decor, well, so he's not decorated, but a UFC fighter, a big time boxer, can be a commission can allow. He's been up the top the to him to fight a bloke that's had what five boxing matches. Oh, well, I know money speaks all languages, but it's a bit ridiculous that it's been even commissioned. Like it's been allowed to happen, but. I suppose here it's boxing and no one really cares that much, so they're not like well, the US be, commissions. To be honest, if Gallon doesn't run around the ring and try to win on points, he's going to get knocked out. Oh, yeah. And he probably won't fight again. Yeah. I, well, I think <laughs> what, I think what's in Gow's favour compared to Mark's is that just his conditioning. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, got I, a motor I, I've though. been watching Mark Hunt for years, even when he used to fight in Japan with his kickboxing yep. and all yep. that, mate. So, and that like. Gow's just in better condition, but of course. if he tries to stand toe-to-toe with him, he's going to suffer. It's not, it's yeah. not going to Exactly. Well. It's going to be either an early knockout because he's going to hit him harder than he's been hitting his life, That's or right. it's going to go a distance where Hunt's not going to keep up. Mate, like, like, I just want to like tell your listeners, if, if you, I recommend go look at Mark Hunt and Ray Sefo on YouTube, mm-hmm. and you'll see when those two just stood toe-to-toe and just went blow for blow, head head. Was that in Japan? Yeah, it was K1 over in K1, yeah. yeah. And they were just like throwing punches, man. It was like watching WWE wrestling, but it yeah. was real. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no one watches that fake we stuff, Robert. That, <laughs> uh, and we'll get uh, uh, any other big news, blah, 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 as I order a beer, um, is the NRL ad, the controversy over the NRL ad uh, heading into this season. Um, and the recent sort of almost like a, a fuck you from the Foxtel doing it some would say properly and just putting out an alternative and um, what have you made of the NRL ad Barney first of all yeah, well, as, as we were speaking off air it, um, Fox Foxtel's just gone straight down the line straight down the middle loud music football superstars you know, that's what that's what the fans want to see yeah whereas the NRL's gone a bit more political with putting different parts about 
uh, the inclusiveness, as you would say, yeah. with all the different parts of the community into their ad. Um, at the end of the day, I don't hate either of them. Obviously, I have a preference towards the Fox one because I'm just all about footy. I don't. Yeah. The rest of it can all go and they can all go talk to someone who cares about it because I'm not too worried about it. But yeah, yeah. Um, they've, they've, get, they've, yeah. they've done a job, but yeah, the pref- preference would be the Fox ad every day of the week. And Trev, what have you made of it? Yeah, I was really disappointed in it, uh, mainly when it comes to the girls' game because that game, the women's game, has come on leaps and bounds, and the NRL ad could only show. Two girls kissing each other. Yeah. You know, and I thought that was a disgrace. Like, you know, like, we don't want to sexualise them, but show them that. Like, I understand they're trying to go with the inclusiveness. Like, we don't care if you're straight or gay. Yeah. Or whatever you Well, there wasn't a photo of Ian Roberts on a float somewhere. Like, it was the two women. Yeah, that's, that's right. So, like, in that, and, like, I remember when they showed that, like, image when after that Origin game, that... I remember the media still saying, hey, there's more to the game than just two girls kissing, but they want to throw it in the ad a few years later. Yeah. And, like, I just thought that was wrong because the women's game has just come on leaps and bounds, and, that, and we don't want to sexualise them, so. Uh, I agree. I think at the end of the day, I wasn't offended as, as offended some people by the uh, NRL ad. I thought it was, to, for the most part, just 90% really well done, and I just thought sometimes when you try and prove you're, you're one thing and the inclusive, you come across tone deaf by missing the whole point of what's good about the women's game or embracing they could have done the um, indigenous embracement thing by just showing all the kids training at Redfern and they have the days where they get all the kids yeah. coming to Redfern and, tr- and kick the ball around like isn't that better than showing yeah. Aboriginal flags and stuff or, or the um, war dance that they do or whatever yeah you can embrace it all that way I think um, Nation. it's trying too hard to be honest when the Fox ad was yeah Barnsley in, at the SFS singing with footy plays doing good stuff around him and end of the day the ad's on TV to sell tickets to have people walk in do the footy that's right and which ad are you going to watch go I want to go to the footy tonight and which I guess both do but it's like why even run the risk of having people turn on it when you can just have a simple ad it's the best they've got the best product in Australia in terms of a game you watch weekly um, and just pr- like present it as such uh, yeah can't add more trauma on that yeah, I think it comes back to political correctness and, you know, everybody's got to look after everybody else and they've tried to include that as well. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of the women's game, Trev, have you had much to do with it? Yeah, mate, like I had a little bit to do with the women's game over the years. Uh, back in 2015, uh, now, like I was uh, helping out because I used to do all the ground managing that for New South Wales Rugby League. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot to do with the women's game when it first started, or not first started, but when they taken it to the next level. Yeah. And so I had a bit to do with it back then. Mate, I remember, like, um, sorry, mate, no, being right. at the grand finals at Cabramatta was on a Saturday night. It was raining. And in the grand final that year was Greenacre there. Versus uh, the ferrets, and that from over in the northern beaches, and is that the state, the one on Cabramatta Cabramatta Road, Cabramatta Road West, yeah, the ca- big fair, yeah, yeah Cabramatta Legs Club, yep, 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 yeah, 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 and like I remember that, and in the Division Two Grand Final that year, uh, it was one of the teams from the Central Coast, uh, uh, Warnervale, and versus uh, Barala Bears, and that so, and that was two divisions, and that, and just also like my dad used to help out. The started up the local along with uh, Paul Bent, who's coached the Indigenous or one of the, he was the assistant coach to the Indigenous uh, women's team, mm-hmm. and, and that and he coached the Mounties in the New South Wales Harvey Norman, and that this year he's uh, the assistant to Mick Potter for the Ron Massey Cup side. They mm-hmm. actually started the girls and women's program at Glenmore Park, and I remember 
when they first said, oh, we want to start it, everyone laughed at them, said it's not going to work. They started it. They won their first game by 80-odd points and everyone jumped on the bandwagon. <laughs> so, like, I've, I've seen the girls' game grow over the years and it's gone good. It's still got a long way to go, but compared to where it used to be, mate, yep. like, it's gone great guns, especially out here in the Penrith district. Yep. Uh, Barney, the women's game, as you – you might want to put your microphone to your mouth. It's a <laughs> podcast work. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, I, I haven't seen a great deal of it. Um, I do watch – Bits and pieces of it. There's some tremendous athletes. They, oh, it's just pure footy, you know. They yep. just run hard. They, you know, they're not the structure is not there. It's just play what's in front of you, and yeah, it, it, it's some very good football. But um, do, is there a pl- the plan going ahead? Is there more teams to be introduced next year or two? Or? Yeah, so they want to bring more teams into the NRLW. Yeah, and that like they, they want to bring in. They reckon there's not enough talent at the moment. Like, I disagree, and I, I disagreed with it from the get-go. Mm-hmm. And, and this is nothing against uh, Jamie Feeney and all that at the NRL. And that, but I, I think what they're trying to do is protect the girls who've been around before all this has come along. Because yeah, when, so when you go back and watch the New South Wales women, Harvey Norman, those girls who are, who are contracted, they go back and play for their club sides, and, that, and they're getting beat up by teams who are basically got a bunch of nobodies. Yeah. So, like, I... I I understand where they're coming from because obviously some of these girls are training like on a more regular basis, been in the an elite system. But at the same time, like there is a lot of talent out there to the, form more teams. The game's got to be allowed to improve too, as well. I think it's happened. It's happened a bit with cricket, and it's happened. Uh, the best analogy is probably um, MMA fighters. Like twenty years ago, MMA fighters were either boxers, uh, jujitsu guys, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Now, if you train to be an MMA fighter, you train all things. So the MMA fighters these days are so much more skilled than they were 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, and the same with um, the women's cricketers. Now they're allowed to be professional and the women's footballers. Now they're in an elite system. Yeah. Then they're going to naturally be better because from the time they're, That's in right. theory, 12 or 13, they're in an elite system to be trained to be better. So they're going to be better than what the ones that were before them. Oh, that's right. It should be embraced, really. Oh, definitely. Um, I think the women's product's the best, the best women's sport, apart from speaking of MMA, the, like the best UFC fight in uh, of the year was two women on the weekend who tried to kill each other. Um, which probably went fight of the year, but um, it's the best product week in, week out of women's sport to watch. It's easier to watch than the torture of women's cricket or the uh, women's AFL where you watch six six points play eight points or something. But um, it's just, like I said, natural footy, easy to watch, good to watch. Um, anything else to add before we move on to the next subject? Or? I was just talking about the underage program. I'm yeah, well, that was pretty sure that yeah. that's the next. Stop. It that's, is. That's where yes. we're going. Well, this, we're on the go. same page, Barney. <laughs> um, now, Trevor, you got a bit of um, media coverage for an article you wrote pointing out uh, the changes to junior rugby league that have been possibly flagged. They're not widespread yet, but they're being tested. Yeah. In Queensland. That's right. Um, do you want to give everyone who hasn't read your article a bit of a pricey? It can be found on Serious Pet Rugby League. Yes. Under the features section, you can find it in there. But um, do you want to give everyone a quick pricey on on what you've written? Yeah, so basically uh, the NRL and the ARLC Commission have tried new junior rules in up in Queensland throughout different regions and basically they want to just change it where kids can't start tackling until they're eight years old. They want to limit on how many times they can train a week, uh, no competition until they turn 13. Like it was just it was so much like... Like I could sit here all night, but I don't want to go take it up all the time. <laughs> so if you do, I recommend read it. And also check out the final whistle because it's on there as well because that's where it went really big with the boys. And that. Like I remember when the boys posted it on their 
on the on the Facebook page. Uh, Nathan Peets took a screenshot, put it on his Twitter. And Andrew Bogut jumped on board. Yeah. And we just had that many people and it just went crazy like you wouldn't believe and and that and made heaps of people. So with that, uh, just the during the week New South Wales Rugby League came out and said nowhere in New South Wales for this year will be using those rules. Mm-hmm. But I know majority of the other states throughout Australia, they have adopted those rules. But at the end of the day, what it really annoys me is you've got Penrith District Junior Rugby League, the biggest junior rugby league in the world. And not once anyone from the NRL has spoken to them to find out what do they do right. Yeah. And that so because the game's growing out here. Like I know people saying, oh, it's a population growth, population growth, but they're still getting kids playing the game. Yeah. So I, I just think, uh, me personally, I know if I was Dave Trotten or whoever at New South Wales Rugby League, I'll just be saying to the districts, okay, we recommend you to use these rules. But find out what's working for you. Because I, I know, for example, like over in areas like your Bower Mains and, and all that, you've got to look at the different uh, backgrounds of people. So, like, obviously, but some people don't have that rugby league background. So yeah. these rules can work for them. But out here in Penrith, mate, just leave it the but way But that it said, even around the inner west, um, it's been a strong rugby league culture for a long time with um, western suburbs, Parramatta. Um, or Legion, is it? They've got some great juniors running Cabramatta, that sort of thing. Oh, not- yeah, well, I wouldn't really call... Parramatta, like Inner West, I still oh, call that's true. They're the same comp, are they? Parramatta comp? Or is it two? Does Inner West play Parramatta comp? Yeah, no, uh, Parramatta is their comp on their own. So in okay. the Inner West, like some of the comps have uh, actually had the merge just due yeah. to numbers. Yeah. And, uh, so you've got the in, Inner City comp. Yeah, okay. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then it's up to different teams and you've got regions and that. So it just depends on numbers more than anything. Yeah. But like I reckon some of those regions, like around Balmain and all that, like. You know, with the different uh, backgrounds of people, like I think some of those rules are good to encourage uh, new people into the game. But where the game's at its strongest, I just think just leave it and let each district make up their mind. Yep. Barney, any thoughts? Yeah, no, you read the article. Read the article, mate. Very well written. It was. Um, I, I agree with you on pretty much every point that you made on it. To be honest, um, com- no competition till thirteen. That really irks me. That's ridiculous. Like, seriously, yeah. like, what are you playing the game for? So you can run around and you know. Well, why have tries? Like, why not just play bull rush? <laughs> That's really? A British Bulldog. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You teach kids, it doesn't mean anything. Exactly. And um, the similar sort of thing happened at cricket there a couple of years back. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, they stripped out some rules and stuff. Rules and stuff. Um, and, like, at the end of the day, you need to. There's been some really great articles written about um, the importance of learning to lose. Yeah, yeah th- that mentality of everyone gets a trophy because you turned yeah. up. I mean, if you're good enough, you're good enough. If you're not, you're not. If you still love to play, you play it because you love to play it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And. Like, that's yeah, it. Because, yeah. like, I remember as a junior playing, you know, like, we knew more games you won, especially if you win the grand final, the bigger trophy you got in the year. But if you came last, <laughs> man, you don't get a, a small participation trophy. Yeah, and when you, you just look at it, it's like, what's the point? Throw it away. Yeah. And, and, and just learning to win and lose, mate, mate it's life lessons because in life, like, you know, we all know yeah, life isn't fair. Well, it's creating the age of entitlement that everyone whinges about. As someone who's been around rugby league their whole life, uh, how important is it to teach proper tackling as early as you can? I mean, I think it's good for conditioning. Yeah. Uh, because the quicker you teach the kids on how to tackle properly, you know, it just it's like tying up your shoelaces. Yeah. You teach a kid how to tie their shoelaces up and it just becomes yeah. like nothing to them. You know, so, but another thing, because I did write another article not long after the original one, and what the game also needs to do, because I remember when I first became a coach, okay, you go out a couple of nights a week for a few weeks, do your course, 
And but then the coaching coordinator will turn up to your training sessions. You wouldn't know they're there. Now I'll just sit back and watch on how you're training. Then they'll turn up to your games, seeing how you coach at, on game day. And that was all part of the whole course. And if they were happy with you, then you got your coaching Six certificate. Yeah. And they don't do that anymore. And I feel like there's no um, what's that word? There's no more reward or trying to entice coaches to become coaches anymore. Like, I've got nothing against the mum and dads who put their hands up. Which, like, you know, because without the volunteers, like, there is no game yeah. for the juniors. But I, I just think, like, we've got to bring more coaches, coaches back to junior rugby league and that, and give a, the coaches better education. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a problem across all junior sport now. It's a lot of and, – and it's not – yeah, there's a lack of volunteers and a lack of um, decent people willing to coach and give up time to improve the next generation, really. Oh, that's right. Uh, and the limit on games a week was the other mind-scratching one because um, you might be able to talk about this. So uh, it's essentially – one training session and one game a week and then it's one training session and two games a week. And Yeah, it just depends on the ages. Like, obviously, I haven't got it on me at the moment, but just for example... You can find the article. Yeah, I've got it somewhere, but yeah, yeah. you're right, yeah. And that, um, so just basically what really annoys me is that kids, when they get older, obviously, in, definitely in primary school and high school, you've got, like, your schoolboy rep sides or playing for your school. So you, the kids got to make their mind up. What's more important, playing club footy on the weekend or playing for your school site or a chance to play rep footy. I know if you're in high school, definitely no senior years and and you know you're a good player and you've got the opportunity to represent Australian schoolboys, what's going to be more important for you? Because you've got the gala days you've got to play and yeah. what of these junior clubs as well and this is going to affect junior clubs, what about what are they going to do for gala days? Because some of those gala days are their big money raises that mm-hmm. pay for pre- presentations in the year. I lived out in the bush out of Baraba, out the back of Tamworth, you know, and we used to go to the Coon and Cup yep. every year. You'd play 13 games in two days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're only 15, 20-minute games, yeah. but you play 15, 20 minutes and you play 13 games in two <laughs> yeah, days. Right. Yeah. And if you're good enough, obviously, you play more games because you get through and, and um, yeah, we won it a couple of years in a row, but, you know, we, we loved that as a kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to go, oh, I've, I've played me one game, I'm not going to play again until next week. As simple week. as you used to go to school, we'd kick a, we'd play footy for half hour before the bell went, you'd play it, footy for 20 minutes of recess, yeah. and recess. then it'd be lunchtime. And, lunchtime. and then you'd go home and play And then you have 20 minutes um, before the bus got there, yeah. And it was, but like, what? Well, yeah, kids bounce. They, they should be like, tackling technique as well. Just back to that. Um, I remember growing up playing footy from eight years old. The kids that come in on their first year, they get knocked out constantly. Yeah. They put their head in the wrong position. They get a knee to the face. They get a hip to the side of the head, and they get knocked out. And the blokes who know how to tackle, been playing for a year or two. They, you know, it doesn't happen to those kind of guys. And if you yeah. don't have that technique, it's it's not going to be good. No, but because basically what, like what I found, what they're basing it on, and you, and you see it in the media when when they show, like a real big kid running yeah. over top of a small kid, yeah. they want to base it on that. But you can tell by watching the video that, that that's not Division One. Because yeah. if a kid who plays Division One will know how to tackle the big fella, yeah, you drop yeah. him straight down. And like yeah. you can tell by the technique. Yeah, and, and I, I tell everyone, or vice versa, the good halfback in Division One will be running rings around the big fella. That's right, hundred percent. Yeah. So it just comes down to the individual and what people want to play. Like you know, like I understand, like mum, the mums and dads out there, like not so much the dads, but it's more the mums. You know, they don't want to see their little Johnny getting hurt. But at the same time, it all comes back to as I mentioned about coaching the coaches and making sure that they're teaching the kids the right way. Oh, the biggest injury I ever had playing football was someone fell on my foot yeah. and, you know, busted my ankle. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I made a good tackle and it just fell the wrong way, fell on me. That, that happens, man. Like, oh, that's it. Like, there's always a risk in everything you're doing. And another thing as well that annoys me, people will say, oh, the contact sport. Rugby league's not just a contact sport, it's a collision sport. So when they want to try to take things out of contact sport, 
you know, Oztag's a contact sport, netball's a contact sport, basketball's a contact sport. Yeah. So they've got to see the difference between a contact sport and a collision sport. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Good point. Um, so I think that's covered off a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about you with. So we'll get into, we'll just take a quick break and get into the NRL preview for the year. So the footy kicking off this weekend. Um, take a very quick break and uh, well, quick for the listeners because there won't be a break. But for us, I'm going to grab a beer and going to switch a sweating, uh, a setting around and make sure Director Spielberg on the left here is happy. And we'll keep going with our NRL preview just after this. Back here on Footy and Frothies and just being treated to a gourmet veritable pantheon of a feast from uh, Barney Boy. Ribs and wings, everyone's happy. Went down well, Trev. Yeah, it went down really well. Hit the spot. <laughs> all good, Barn. Love and life, yeah. mate. Feeling much better about it all. Uh, Spielberger, we right? We filming? Are we there? We're on. Look at this, this vision switcher. It's all happening here. <laughs> Waved a battler this week when he's in his element. Oh, the bad. light's going, recorder's going. Uh, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, we're going to get into the preseason footy stuff first of all. Um, what have you made of the preseason, mind? Do you see many of the trials? Uh, I've watched the Charity Shield yep. game. Souths were pretty um, pretty impressive, I thought. Um, there's one guy that I uh, did focus on was that Patrick Margo. I mean, he looked like a little Tamalolo, and then he yep. goes and tears his peck and he's out for half the season. No, there was the, the trials are yeah, you know they are what they are. Like yeah. The Penrith Penrith Parramatta game was trash. It yeah. was horrible. What they, I saw the Tigers Parramatta, Tigers Panthers was. the same. And <laughs> um, generally, the, the trials I'm just looking at new blokes I haven't seen before and um, half combinations because yeah. you know forwards are going to do what they do all year long and um, if the you know new half coming in and stuff like that. Um, I didn't see a lot of the trials to be honest, but. Um, yeah, the charity share was a pretty good game. I thought that was yeah. Kudos to the NRL for having um, the KO uh, streaming, and they have you can actually if you want to go yeah, and watch NRL. the trials, you can. Yeah. Um, if you want to go to a way to do it, and um, they did show the Parapenov trial and the Tigers Warriors trial as well, which I saw a, a bit of, um, not a heap of it. That was another fucking, that was a dismal game as well. Yeah. <laughs> the Leilua brothers look like they're going to be a good find. Yeah, good we'll get to you, team by team right. soon, but that was a, one exciting thing. There was a glimmer of hope for once as a Tigers fan. Uh, Trev, well, have you seen much of the preseason? Uh, not really. The only game I really saw was the Penrith Parramatta game. Like, I don't really read too much in the trial form. Yeah. And that because, like, as we know over the over the years, and no offence to the Penrith supporters out there, but they're the king of the trials. Yeah. And that, so, so two nil in the trials this year, are they? No, one and a half. One and a half. Yeah. One and a half. But, but all I heard was how they're going to make top four after two trials. It was <laughs> tremendous. People stopped me in the streets to tell me. Yeah, no, but in the day, like, like, in the trials, you just really wanted to see combinations, see how people go, and, yeah, like, don't read too much into it. Yeah, blow some cobwebs out. Um, Captain's Challenge, uh, I think the main theory, from what I've heard, is um, why is it only one, really? Because um, why isn't it just there? I think it's to try and time wise is yeah, to get four to stop the stoppage in the games. You know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah, like end up like the NFL where they're stopping every twenty yeah. minutes. Got to go look at the telly and all the rest of it. But Matt, I remember back in two thousand and nine. I think it was uh, they had the captain's challenge back then in their under twenties. Yep, yep. And it worked. It worked amazing. Like I remember it seeing it on grand final day, mm-hmm. and, and like it was West Tigers versus Melbourne, mate, and each team was using it properly and. Mate, it was a great to watch. Does it happen in the... Um, do you retain it if it's right, do you? Like, yes, Pardon? you do. You retain it. Yeah, like so data. that's right. So you, So if you know it's a knock-on, you say it's a knock-on, check it. Yeah, you that's keep right. It if it is a knock-on. Yeah, yeah, and if it's not, well, that's it. You've blown it for that yeah. half. So you're not, not just doing the 
Oh, we better check that because they dropped the ball. Yeah, no, that's right. So once you lose it, you lose, you've yeah. gone. So I think it's good. Mm. This is a charity shield. I think Dragons got three or four right. I was going to say, if you get it right, then they did. It's a good yeah, you get rewarded to keep. Well, the idea is to stop the real, the real bad um, blunder, I suppose. Like DSS, DRS was supposed to in the cricket, but <laughs> there's that. Um, just, of just, hope, just hope that uh, none of the teams ask Tim Payne. Yeah, <laughs> refer. <laughs> so, <laughs> check the leg slip. Um, for 2040. Is feedback on that? Have we seen much? 40, 20, 20, 40. I haven't seen much uh, feedback on it, but I, I think in the day, like, it's uh, rewarding teams who are having trouble to get out of their own half. Mm. So I think if the forwards can't get you to the 40 metre line, why, why are you trying to bust that? It's like, you know, it's, you should be at least rewarded for good defence. Yeah. And for me, it's given the opportunity for the attacking team or the team with the ball. Yep. To get the ball again. Uh, an opinion. We're going to go team by team in a sec. What teams can that suit? Who's got the sort of boots to get you out of there? You Moses. Drink water. <laughs> Moses. Moses got a big um, uh, Val Holmes can, but I don't know how accurate he is. He's got he's a big be a punter all of a sudden. But, um, um, some, you probably might see some Cameron, more Cameron Flanagan, Smith left foot kicks right, out of dummy half. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, Smith will be. And what that's what have suited Robbie Farrow over the years, the actually. No, he no, doesn't have him now. They've made five, ten meters oh. in three tackles. Smith will kick on the third every time. Yeah, yeah. and it's it'd be a lot more. Um, I suppose you have a lot more of a floating fullback instead of a fullback in the line. Oh, I think you'll find if they're inside their own thirty after, or inside their own twenty after you'll three tackles, back. both your wingers are going to go back. Yeah, you know, but in a way that's good because go then you create you, you potentially create an overlap. So you, it, it, it might be could very cause interesting. Mistakes could yeah you know, could breaks down the sideline all the rest of it. Absolutely. So um, I, I don't mind it. Yeah, I think it's it's different. It's going to change. Yeah. We'll just see how it affects the game. Not the worst rule, yeah. Of course, yeah. And you're just telling us that um, can't touch him in the air at all. Not even used to be the tackle yeah, in the air now. Yeah, no, that's right. So, like, if I just say, for example, the Roosters kick across to Daniel Tupo, and we all know how good he is in the air. Mate, once he goes up to grab that ball, he's not allowed to be touched until his feet lands on the ground. So there's a lot of teams out there now with the big athletic wingers that they're just going to put a crossfield kick on. And what if you're off – how does it work if you're doing the old mark off someone's back – do they have to they have to get out of the way or is it is there like an incidental contact or is oh, I mean, basically have like they you, in this you can't tackle it. Like you can't yeah, tackle can't make it. So tackle. if they, if you're both competing, there's if not like bump, a, no, that's fair enough if you're yeah. both competing. Yeah. But end of the day, if you're competing, like because what used to happen, or right, if you both competed for the ball, all right, fair enough, like maybe mine didn't mind if they know that the player's caught the ball, then you could grab the guy while he's still in the mm, air. Mm. No way to do that no more. But a lot of the time the, yeah. the centers would wait for him to catch the ball and then they'd try to put him over the sideline before yeah. he'd even hit the ground. Yeah, that's right. Yes. <laughs> you got a bloke like Tupu, what if he lands in goal, how are you gonna stop him? Yeah, that's right. If he jumps yeah. over someone and lands in the goal, Absolutely. Corey yeah. Oates so is they, another one. That's like, it. So they basically took that uh, rule from AFL. So, oh, it's, it yeah, is dangerous. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Oh, like, tackling is. anybody in the air is very dangerous. As soon as both feet are off the ground, oh, that's you don't right. know and where he's going to end up. Exactly. But player welfare, I guess, is probably what yeah. No, player welfare. That's all it is. And like you know, it's not a bad rule. No, it it makes, makes sense. It does. It just it'd be it'd be one of those things. There's going to be at some point. I think it's a big an interpretation thing where someone's going to get touched where they shouldn't know. Like you know, what I mean, yeah. it's touched in a safe way by accident, and it's going to be a penalty or a six again or a penalty. Yeah, that's try. what it's going to come down to. It's going to be interpretation, which is just going to be more, more pressures on yeah. the our good Same friends, the referees. Yeah, be <laughs> mm. good. Should we get into team by team? Yeah, well, you know, uh, anything else? We, we, we might as well do this now. Anything else you're particularly looking forward to about uh, season 2020 in the rugby league? Anything else getting excited, Barn, or just what? Well, can't wait to get into it? I just want to watch, I just want to to watch start, it. Just want <laughs> Thursday, six, eight o'clock, you know, hanging for Trev. Anything else in particular? Or? Um, I'm just waiting until after round five so we can see where teams are at. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
Everyone started Feeling getting their groove. Yeah. Um, there's a traditionally a few t- clubs that really start slow. East to East start slow. Mm-hmm. Talk about as we get to them. But um, we'll start at the top. We'll go alphabetically. Canberra. Um, Barney's done a bit of a Brisbane. list of buys. And, oh, Brisbane's before C. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> oh, it is on my list. I, was, I crossed a few off. So, yeah, um, I had a what have you got for the, um, the last couple of days? Yeah, so what has Brisbane's ins and outs? The Broncos I, have picked up uh, uh, Croft. Jordan Carhu and Jesse Arthurs. They're the three main pickups that mm. they've picked up. Um, they've upgraded Xavier Coates, which I think is a great idea. I thought he was really good in the games that he did play last year. But they've lost Gillette. Uh, Fensum really didn't play, so he has gone, though. And Seguiaro and Gerhamat Sihabaski. Sihabaski? <laughs> the centre winger. He's gone to Newcastle, I think. Okay. Um, and uh, just looking at right now, they're missing some forwards this week. Yep. We'll talk about when we get the game, I guess. But yep. concern for this week is they're down a few of their, their better forwards. And Gillette's a massive loss. Like any team that had Gillette, you know, Gillette in their team, it's a huge loss for Brisbane. Yep. I think at best they've probably broken even just because Croft adds some depth in their halves. It's going to give Milford something to run with, but... If they're going to try and play structure, it might not work so well. And yeah. you've got the ex-Souths coach up there who loves his structure, so I don't know how Croft really fits into that team. But, yeah, I think they break even and possibly even are worse off than what they were last year. Yeah. I think just with uh, Croft, what Brisbane needed, needed, like, you know, when they had uh, Milford and Nicarima, mm-hmm. now they're both players that love playing off the cuff, mm-hmm. where Croft will bring that, like you know he's a level headed structure and he will actually take the team moving forward as long as obviously the forward packs are doing their work so I can see him just basically steering the ship and how will he go it's his first year away from the Melbourne umbrella how is he going to go on his own you reckon he's still he'll be right yeah I, I think he'll go alright like at the Broncos you know he's back at home basically like he's but from he's Brisbane definitely so. a yep. solid player I just see him a little bit more as a ball runner than a structured kind of player but we'll yep. see how he fits in yeah, and um, just quickly, the other two notes I'd hear, uh, Durden and Turpin both, I guess, fit again. Yes. Um, Turpin not playing this week? Or, is it, or no. getting the teams? Who's a hooker? Durden's a two hooker. Is he? I don't know. Vice versa. Look at it. Um, I'm pretty sure Turpin's in the side, isn't he? He might be off the bench, but um, we'll get, I've got them here for later. Get ahead of myself, but they were two young players. You know, back to my point, they were two young players that before they, I think they both got injured at the end of last year, but they both played quite good footy. Yep. Um, so they're good pickups, but um, yeah, a bit of a short term concern with the Ford pack, I suppose, of Brisbane, barring Painhaas and Pango. Oh, yeah, Fafita, Pangai Jr., they got one of the stronger forward packs running around. I think. A lot of them injured, it's a problem. Yeah, Matt Lodge. that is an issue. Lodge, yeah, Lodge, long term ACL. Yep. Uh, they're talking season, weren't they? They were originally talking season, but it's not as bad it's as partial now. Yeah. Back, so okay. you'll probably be back before they know it. So you feel Brisbane fans such as Murph, how do you see their year going? Sure? I've got a miss in the eight, to be honest. Trev? Oh, mate, like, I, I'm not one to really get into Split where teams are going. Yeah, that's fair enough. And that, like, but I reckon that they'll be pushing uh, to make that bottom half of the eight. Yep. Canberra, last year's grand finalist. Barney, going to run us through quickly what we've got. Well, they picked up two halves in Curtis Scott and George Williams. Yep. Um, upgraded Tom Starling. I'm pretty sure came across from Manly the year before as a forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, But they've lost Rapana, BJ, Caesar. So yeah, Caesar's that, obviously left whole before. Right uh, side's Caesar's gone. gone to England given Williams coming in and yeah. a new right side. So. 
Yeah, so Caesar's gone to Huddersfield Giants. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's been good for them. He was good. He was good. He was for, solid um, for Canberra. He was good for Canberra. Yeah, definitely. He was, he was solid. Yeah, definitely. Um, Curtis probably got a little bit more X factor in him than Lelo. than um, Caesar did. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, Curtis, Curtis played centre. Play though. He played four. Yeah, and obviously Wines Williams. Was, Williams yeah. as well is coming across. He looks like a running type half. Yeah. So I don't know if that suits. Um, what's old mate that's playing five eight? White was yeah, Whiten. So it'll be interesting to see how they gel together. But from what I've seen in the highlights of Williams, he's very good in defence and very good with the short kick and the run. Yep. But whether he's going to be able to steer the team around, I, I'm I not think, sure. I think with George, what he brings is success. Yep. He's mm. been through the Wigan system. Yep. And, and again, like I know plenty of people over here don't rate the Super League. And they, when he come from success, look at Bateman. He came from Wigan, another success. You know, like I think people got to stop. People got to start rating the system the because Hodgson's well. here, Bateman's here. Oh, wait, wait, too, like, I remember, <laughs> like Hodgson. You know, like he played for whole KR, yep. and when he signed to come down here, everyone laughed. And I turned around and said, "No, he, he'll go well down here. Yep. He's one of the best for the last right. couple of years. That's it. And been brilliant. Man, like, I remember when Sam Tompkins uh, signed mm-hmm. with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Now, like, I said it was a mistake, and everyone goes, "Well, where should have he gone?" And I said, "There's only two clubs I reckon English." should go to either Canberra or Newcastle <laughs> because it's so much like home for them. Yep. Yeah, the smaller, it's out smaller, of the spotlight out as well. Right. Spotlight. Out of the spotlight. And Very rural, to, oh, not rural, it's not fair to say either rural, yeah. but more regional. That's right. So culture. I think it, I'm obviously the weather for them. And Canberra's there. cold as bugger. That's yeah. right. Yeah, so, so two Tim. Yeah, so, but no, mate, I, I just think uh, George Williams uh, will go well for Canberra. Oh, massive wraps on him. And from, as I said, I, I've only seen limited footage of him, but he looks like a footballer. And what that right side would be what, Scott and Simonson now? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Mm. Simerson did look good yep. back in the last year. He played well last year. Well, he ended Scott, up. Yeah. Well, the best thing Curtis Scott ever did was punch Walker in the face, but <laughs> we won't talk about that. Um, so, grand finalists last year, I think it's probably a good year for him again. I reckon they'll be pushing for same again. Up and around. Yeah, top four. At least. Yeah, they'll be pushing for top four. Canterbury. Canterbury. Um, <laughs> haven't got a lot of people coming in. Uh, Joe Stimson, who was a solid sort of worker at. Melbourne. Um, Katoa from uh, Glenmore Park. Sione Katoa. Yeah. Uh, but they've lost Michael Leisha. I think that probably evens itself out. He might even be a little bit oh, better Oh, big blow today if they're going to have Ockenbohr and... Um, yeah, and Hewira and I are out. Yeah. yeah. Um, they've upgraded Jake Avarillo, who looks like a footballer. Um, see how he... If he does actually get any time. He hasn't been named this week, but I'm sure he'll get a run at some point. Uh, New Brown's gone, which gives them, you know, the sort of number 14, number 15 that can play a couple of positions. But I think they'll be better than what they were last year. They were they were tough last year, and I think, yeah, um, I think they'll be slightly better than what they were last year. Trev? Oh, if the Dogs bring the same attitude that they had towards the end of last year to this year, they're going to be hard to beat. Yep. Obviously losing uh, Corey Herrera and, uh, and uh, Jade Knockenball, they're, they're, they're two big losses. But at the end of the day... You know, Dean Pay's doing good with what he's got there and he's building to something special. Absolutely. I think um, they were one of my favourite teams to watch by the end of last year because they just tried their ass off. They weren't... Um, you knew they weren't going to get built. They weren't going to get smashed. They even, against the top teams, they hung in there. Um, they uh, just with little battlers and with everyone fit, I don't know how well they're going to go in 
Lachlan Lewis playing this week, I think. Yeah, and Wakeham. Brendan Wakeham. Uh, playing 5'8". Um, yeah. he, he's pretty quick from what I've seen. Um, yeah. Could be interesting but they're how just, they gel together. They've got their, I think they've got a culture there to be something when they get everything oh, right. tough and as. Yeah, and everyone's going to be a year fight. older and a bit – they're going to be one of those – There's probably only two games, I think, last year where they just turned it up. Yeah. And, you know, every, every team did it last year. Yeah. You know? like it, there's a game where you're just that far behind. Yeah. You just go, oh, fuck. No, I think they'll um, – They'll be top ten this year, and where they yep. go from there will um, depend on, I guess, a bit of luck and um, if everyone stays fit. Uh, the Sharks, Barney. Yeah, the fucking. Yeah, they haven't bought a lot either, <laughs> to be honest. Um, <laughs> Connor Tracy looks interesting. He's probably going to play that fourteen, fifteen role. Maybe a bit of hooker, um, fill in in the halves. Yeah. Maybe chuck him in the centres if they need to. Um, Ramian's back. Mm. From the nine, he looked what, incredible um, in the nines, but when it's one on one tackles, you know, if you're big so and fast, you're probably going to look pretty good. Was it just the wrong fit at Newcastle? So we go back to being a player, he was kept going the other way. Yeah. It was Ponga constantly down the left hand side, he just got no ball. Yeah, when he did, he was pretty tidy, but you know, and apparently there was a blow up between him and the coach as well, which doesn't help your chances. Um, yeah, they've lost Gallon, big loss, obviously. K-Paul. Um, Jack Williams will. Try to fill that hole. He, he, he was, seems like a pretty decent worker. So uh, Braley's gone, and then the younger Braley comes in to fill his spot. Yeah, I don't think they lose anything there. No, yeah. Same player, aren't they? <laughs> like they're, they're, they're amazing players, those Braley boys. How old are they? Oh, like Blake's 20, 20, I think, and the other one's 24. Yeah, but he's not yeah. yeah, yeah. But Jaden's more of a solid defender um, sort of structure, hit the second man, you know, just pass, 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 whereas Blake's trying to get out and trying to find holes and more offloads, sort of inside balls and trying to put people through holes, a bit more of attacking. Um, Fecky's gone, but, you know, we've got 25,000 outside backs. So. Yep. And Capewell's a big loss as well. Yeah, that's um, the other one I mentioned. He was yeah. the Mister Fix It. He just, you know, played center, and played wing. Some, I think, pretty yeah. sure he played a game on the wing. He's, yeah, he's, I know he can play anyway. He's a great footballer. It's a good pick up for Penrith. Uh, yeah, Flanagan. Is it a do or die for Matt Moylan this year? Oh yeah, it was probably three or four years ago. Yeah, is he now, has he now died? Is he now <laughs> just living the afterlife? Dugan's yeah, dead like, as well. How's he? Remember and Dugan's the blow out, up yeah. when fucking when I heard that they signed Dugan. Yeah. Oh my god. I carried on for a couple of months and it's just come true. Like we're paying a bloke 800, 900 grand when he hasn't, you know, that X Factor went five years ago, but. It goes once, it, yeah, it's a funny thing. Once your hammies and thighs are going together, it's just, and, yeah. you can't put them back together. Mm-hmm. Um, Cronulla, Trev, for you, anything else you've got in mind for them this year or is it just they're going to struggle? Well, I don't think they'll struggle. I think they'll go under the radar. Yeah. And I reckon they'll push 48. And that, like, they're still, like, you know, they're tough. They're young. Most teams have gone through that change yet as well. Mm-hmm. I want to see that left side. That left side excites me. If Johnson gets it right with um, Nakora and Ramian outside him. Do you take any out of, um, be... you, you can't really take nines form anywhere, but <laughs> it was what it was, I suppose. I would, obviously, you see the blokes that are that are a bit stronger than everyone else and they're that little bit quicker. And, but nines is basically touch footy. Mm. So. I think they're... Um, they're in the mix for, yeah. They're on the slide. They're going to be pushing for... Top 10. Yeah, they're, you 10, know, 10 or 6 maybe, somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah. 6 if they go well, 10, 12 if they go like they did last year. Gold Coast. Uh, Dragons. Oh, you're going D for Dragon. I went S for St. George. Okay. Whatever way. Go. Let's Whatever. go Dragons. doesn't matter. It's on my list. Dragons is next. <laughs> Let's go Dragons. So Isaac Luke, good pickup. 
Yes. Fuimiano. Taro Fuimano, yep. Yep. He's, he's um, a good pickup. He was going well. really well, yeah. He looks like Did he's he going to build for, into a. Did he play last year? Well, Torrell was at Penrith last year. Oh, he was. And he played mostly in Canterbury Cup. Yeah. The year before that, he was at South. And before that, he was at Parramatta. He's a solid forward. Yeah, solid back. For sure. Isn't Widdop a massive loss? Oh, sorry, that's a back, yeah. Yeah, massive loss. They've lost a few, to be honest. And they've picked up Braden Williami from the Titans. Billy Britton. Um, yeah, Billy Britton. Who was a Canterbury Cup player of the year last year. Yeah? Yep. How much do you see of him? Uh, mate, he's, he's awesome. Like, he, yeah, he's he was at good. South Sydney. And that, and obviously, you, know, you should be playing first grade, but when you've got Damien Cook in front of you, where, 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 how are you going to get a go in first yeah, grade? Yeah, yeah. he's quick. He's young. He's enthusiastic. Should be very good pick up for them. Uh, they've lost Jonas Pearson, Lattimore. Uh, as you said, Widdop. Widdop's massive. Widdop's massive for them, mate. Um, Mitchell Allgood. And Jai Field. But I think they've probably they've ended up worse off than what they were at the end of last year. Which wasn't good. Yeah, which wasn't great. I keep pointing at Barney's mic here. He's only been doing this for a year. Uh, uh, what's next after D? G? All over your oh, is, tight, is it T for Titans I've or got G for? South, South Sydney. <laughs> I don't what know. Do, what have just, you done this in? Fucking whatever came up on me phone, mate. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I went alphabetical because it makes sense. <laughs> Silly me. You, you fucking know me by now. B for sense. bunnies. All right, let's go south. <laughs> R for rabbits. Hey, let's do Gold Coast because we don't have to talk over long. <coughs> Gold Coast? All right. They're, they're let's do second Gold Coast. Ice. Yeah, that's where <laughs> I've got them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, picked up Jonas Pearson. Not a... Yeah, handy outside back because they don't have much else. Um, Sam Lasani, he's a you know, solid. He might be a potential. I was looking at him. He might be a potential super coach GP when we get yeah, to that because yeah, I was definitely could be. <laughs> I was eyeing him off earlier. But um, when I went broke, their big um, the the big question around them is their halfback coming back. That was that's look what I wrote. Ash Taylor. Yeah. Ash Taylor question mark was the only note I wrote about Goldcrest. What do you take out what of, kind um, of what kind of game plan he's gonna bring to the team? No, what do you take out of the nines, Trev? About to be honest, I don't really look too much into nines form. Now it's carnival footy. Yeah. You know, it's good to see what players can do and shows that if they're confident. I was going to say, isn't confidence a massive thing for him? Oh, it is a it big is. thing. Well, confidence is always going to be big. But when it comes to the nines footy, you know, like you just want to – you've got more room to do what you need to do. But with the Gold Coast, I just think, you know, like Peachy, Cartwright, they're all firing. And then obviously Ash Taylor himself, you know, because they've got the forward pack. Mm. To, yeah, absolutely. Like they've got the forward pack. It's just their backs just need to is be Is Ryan firing. James fit? No. No, he's – He's, he's still no good. Yeah. Six weeks or something, I think. Yeah, right. six weeks. What um, what were you gonna? I cut you off earlier when you talked about Ash. Was about their halfback. What were you gonna say about Ash Taylor directly? Or? Oh no, I was just gonna say just about confidence. Ash. Just confidence more than anything. Like, you know, like obviously he's left the game, and like I'm not gonna uh, put anything on the bloke. You know, like if he's left the game for whatever reason, like if it was mental health or whatever, I just hope he got himself sorted out. Of course, mm. yep. And um, he's he's always had a, a shit ton of skill. Like he's oh, he's sure. a skillful halfback, but whether he can put it together and Push him around the around the field. It's a question. Um, they've lost a few. They've lost um, Gordon, Will Matthews, who was who was obviously better at the Dragons than he was at the Titans. But there was a lot. But the, the, right. the, the spate of them were like guys that were in their last. Oh, with all due respect to blokes like Michael Gordon, but with time for them to yeah, go. Yeah, of course. Time um, for them to find someone new. But when you look through that, when you said Cartwright and um, Peachy and. Um, 
Jai Arrow. Hashtag Jai Arrow. Like, there's blokes that listen. They're going up there as superstars or potential superstars yeah. and just and aren't. And they've still <laughs> so got Nathan Pete as well. And Pete was a New South Wales hooker yeah. three years ago. And now he's, he's on the bench this week. Uh, Jai Arrow is the hope of the side. He's a he's a super player, Jai Arrow. Um, and the, the front row, like one who was at Canberra. Um, uh, Boyd. Boy, like, mm. you know, like he was pushing Origin yeah. when he was at Canberra. Yeah. He and he's, like, he's another one. And, and he played but, for Australia, so. Yeah. They get the voyage, the, voyage injuries, the verge of being yeah. superstars and go up there and, and uh, I, I, I think I think Holbrook uh, will be good for him as a coach. And that, like, mm. I remember when he went over to St. Helens, they were struggling a bit after Cunningham coaching him and you know, not much change. I, I think he'll be good for the Gold Coast as long as they buy into what he wants to do mm-hmm. uh, and the players and the right what's is he a structured sort of co- you've seen, seen more of his style hey, well, I've got, well I've been pretty fortunate to see Holbrook over the years like I remember when he was coaching junior reps at Canberra he coached at Canterbury like he's been That's at right. the Roosters he, he's a journeyman himself at, with his coach and very unlucky not to get the first grade coaching job at Canterbury when they signed Dez yep, yep. so that, like, so he's been around a while now like he basically coaches what he's got. Yeah. So, like, you know, you get some coaches that will just go and go, no, this is what I want you to do, but he'll coach the players that he's got. What Little bits f- and pieces I've seen, he does like to – he does like ball movement. He does like to shift from side to side when – if obviously if the opportunity's there. But that'll suit – see um, how they go. That'll suit Dash Taylor, Peachy. Yeah. You get Carr right back to what he was at Penrith, but maybe – Is he ever going to get back there? I don't – I doubt that. Yeah, that's true. Um, Branko Lee's gone. Jack Stockwell's one that I don't understand. I don't understand why he wouldn't be signed. He's unsigned, completely unsigned mm. in the NRL. Mate, end of day, clubs only get 30. Yeah. yeah. And they got to pick what they want. And then you only got 17 players a week, so. True. And, and, and you know, you want five or six of them to be your own juniors. That's your right. Own guys you're trying to keep. So where are we going next? Where, where do for Gold Coast? I think they'll be a little bit better than they were last year. So 12. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, let's go Manly because let's go in mine normal. Yeah, we'll go with your list. All right. Manly. All I wrote for notes was turbos. Turbos uh, are brilliant. <laughs> does that sum up Manly's chances this year if they stay fit? They're a top four team or is more room than that? I've Talk got about our trades. to win in the comp, to be honest. Yeah. Talk um, about your trades there, bud. They've got the best. They've got the best front row going around. And a pretty good second row too. Um... Levi comes in. What's that? And a good lock. And a good lock. <laughs> not a bad four. Just think about that. Best, we should talk about the best four. Best four. Yeah, we'll be close to it. Hey, Dead's like, be close uh, to like, it. No, Adam Fenwell, Blake, he's come a leap and bounds oh, under. How Dez. good was he last year? Mate, like he, when Marty Tapao was out, he just stepped up big time. Mm. And then obviously when you know, so he, he, he's amazing. Like I was very fortunate, as you, we all know. Like I was involved with Blacktown last mm. year in the relationship with Manly. Mate, and I remember going out there. Uh, earlier on in the pre-season and we'd done an opposed session against mm-hmm. the first grade team and you could just see the difference between the full-timers and the part-timers and you just knew like Manly were building something special. Yeah. And I forgot to Des, you know, like at Manly, you've got to have a Manly man coaching them. Yeah. It was half, rid- it, well, it was half ridiculous too you got sacked but then it was almost half ridiculous it wasn't straight away bring Des back um, which they did in the end of the day but He's proved his point as one of the better coaches in the NRL. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you throw in, as the folks talk about, plus the year to power, Siren and, um, the and obviously uh, Jake. Turbos, yeah. Mate, then you've got guys like 
Daly and you've seen well. a bit of you've seen a bit more of um obviously over the games I went with you yeah. and sat in the sideline. Cade Cust, um, yeah, Cade Cust, mate, those like, sort he's of blokes. Like, Cade's a great young kid. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, I think he won him the first great game. I think two weeks after yeah. we sat there and watched him yeah, win him that right. game yeah. at um at Blacktown. At Blacktown. Yep, uh, mate, he, he's awesome. Uh, also, Hamoli Oliki Katao, young back row lock. I and mean, then you got Sean Kepi, who they uh, mm. brought in the front row, but he's normally a back row lock. Mate, like, they've got these young guys who are just full of enthusiasm, so they all can make a difference. Yeah. What makes do you think they do with six? Beg your pardon? What do you think they do with six? Uh, mate, you've got so many choices there. Like, you know, like you've got Cade Cuss who could play six. You've got, they've got many options. They've got uh, Metcalf who could probably fill in at six. Mate, they've, got, they've got good options there. Yeah. Okay. We, did they name? I'm just looking at uh, their name this week. What's his name? Dylan Edwards. Uh, Dylan Walker. Walker. Walker at five. At six. This week it is uh, Dylan Walker <laughs> at six. Sully at four. Brad Parker three. And um, definitely Blake. I'd prefer to see um, Cust in there myself. Joel Thompson six, eleven. But Kepi on the bench and Ok Olaka Hagawao. Hamoli Ogetel. Yeah, that guy. He's on the bench. Is that his first grade debut? Did he play first grade? Yeah, yeah, he played his first grade debut last year. Uh, he came off on the bench and very unlucky not to score with his very first touch. Yeah. Ah, that's right. Mm. Yeah, they've lost um, Elgie and Coruscant, probably their two biggest losses. Yeah, uh, Elgie's retired. Yep. And they picked up Levi. So well, Levi played probably... reserve grade last year. He played. Yeah. Danny Levy played last year? Levi played oh, for Newcastle. Levi was up in Newcastle. Oh, he did too. Yeah. He did too. Uh, Sorry, I'm thinking of... Um, and he looked good Elgie. in patches. Yeah. Yeah, El- Elgie played a lot of... Um, Bit of uh, reserve grade last year as well, uh, out at Blacktown. Yep. And that, like, to be honest, man, I remember telling people like, when he came back to Blacktown, like, yeah, there was times there where he was playing five eight or half, but I reckon he played his best footy when he was got put in fullback. Yeah, okay. Mm. And, that, and like when they were looking for a fullback, I said, give it to Elgie. Mm-hmm. You know, he could do a job. But same with the Titans, Brimson needs to play better at fullback than he does in the halves. Yeah, but then it's just because of the pace, and he's, you can see the holes a bit better. But. Where did um just out of interest, where did Hodkinson, Hodkinson go? Is he still at Blacktown, or is he gone? Now? Oh, he's retired. I'm pretty sure. He just went, yeah, he, yeah. he's retired. How old was he? He wasn't that old. Oh, he's got was like uh, 33, 34. Yeah, right. yeah, 32, 33. Sorry, go on, bud. Just had that pop into my head. Yeah, he's actually uh, now part of the coaching staff with uh, the Junior Blues. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, he's, right. he's got a little coaching gig down now with yeah, New South Wales Rugby League. Yeah, he was he was very good at getting the team around the park. Yeah, mate, he was so, solid. Yeah. It was funny the game. One of the games we watched, they went to Golden. Uh, they went Golden Point shootout, and he couldn't kick a fucking field goal. Anything <laughs> 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 he, he was good at. And like, you know, and we, as soon as they went to it, we were like, oh, he'll kick one here. Yeah, but I, I don't it. see their their trades making them any better or any worse. No, nah, the same team. The young kids that they've got coming through, mate. It's I, right, they're um, going to be better than what they setup. were last year. I'm yeah, sure. oh, mate, this is just really big on discipline, you know. And you work hard, you're going to get rewarded for it. Yeah, exactly. Where are we going now, Daggy? Uh, to New uh, Melbourne. Melbourne. Okay. Uh, they picked up Branko Lee and Riley Jacks. So they've mm. gone back to Riley Jacks after getting punned in. <laughs> Who knows? Mate, I don't I'm, know. I'm pretty excited to see how Branko goes. Yeah, oh, he's good. Mate, yeah. like, I, like I remember first time I heard of Branko Lee was uh, he was as a 16-year-old yep. up from Queensland and he represented the Queensland side and this goes back. I think it was like 2012, mm-hmm. 2013, and I'm getting told about him and by a few people up there said, oh, watch him, watch him. First, I didn't really rate him too well, mm-hmm. and, I, and I was honest about it. Now, for, for all the pressure that he had on him, like New South Wales don, don, dominated him in that game. Yep. But um, I know he's got the talent. 
He's strong, man, and, and, that, he's and quick. I, I just think, I just think coming come to because I got to see him play when he was at Canberra and at Mounties, yep. and that, and he and he was pretty good. He, he was solid, but man, I, I just think down at Melbourne, whatever Craig, if Craig Bellamy can't get the best out of him, I think yeah. that'll be yeah, his career. Because yeah, well, it, it's the old thing with Bellamy. He, they'll go there and you'll go right. You've got this one job to do, and I want you to do it as best you can. He'll find what it is, whether it's um, being a powerhouse, whether it's being that what a um, going trying to go through holes, whatever it might be, uh, and that'll be his that'll be his role there, and he'll simplify it and hopefully get the finally get the best out of him. Yeah. The only thing I've that I've seen with him is he does have a brain explosion in defence. Yeah. He does come charging in and he'll miss his bloke or you know, but he's yeah, it's all a player. Um, Riley Jacks, I'm not sure what's what's going on there. Now the outs are interesting because they've lost Chambers, uh, Qatar. Stimson, Walters, Scott and Croft, but it's Melbourne, so they just seem to keep churning them out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so no, they don't really miss much, do they? I think Melbourne will go under the radar. I think they'll be top four. They're going to be top four. They might have premiers last year. Close oh, to I, I just think any team. On the edge of that four. Oh, I just think any team with Cameron Smith. Yeah. Right. How good is Cameron Smith? And that mate, like, uh, mate, he's going to be around for another 400 ways. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to keep going, doesn't he? Yeah. Another year. They'll, they'll, they'll just keep giving him money. Maybe he'll just keep playing. <laughs> just keep turning it's up. It's pretty preposterous that they've got the greatest hooker of all time and New Zealand hooker or sitting on the bench. Yeah. But um, who is a great player? Um, so what are they? Yeah, top three, top four. Yeah, yeah they, top are, they are. Uh, Newcastle. Uh, so they picked up uh, Braley, as we were saying before, Jaden Braley. Uh, that's a big. I think that's a good pickup. I think he's a slightly better player than Levi. Um, definitely more solid than Levi. Uh, yep. Tuala, Anari, <laughs> Tuala, and Gurmat Sabaski. A um, little bit of strength in their outside backs, but they've lost quite a few players, man. They've lost um, SKD, uh, yep. Kenny Dow, James Gave, uh, Brewer, Ramian, Griffin, Nathan Ross, Levi. Like that, that's, yeah. that's a fair few blokes yeah. to go out of that well, team. What I'm, like, I know they probably haven't named him for this week, but I know he's pushing to get into first grade penalties. Uh, young Tex Hoy. Yep. And I, like, I remember watching him calling a game out at Leichhardt mm-hmm. last year. He was playing in the under 20s, and the next minute, you know, he was playing Canterbury Cup. And back row? Uh, he's outside back. That's mm. a no, mate, the kid's got speed to burn, and then next thing you know, he was getting a run in first grade. And, yeah, right. And then I just remember telling people, look at his speed. Yeah. So and they've upgraded Bradman Best as well. Bradman he looks like Best a solid well. centre outside mate, back. He's strong as well, mate. Yeah. So like I, one thing I have to say with Newcastle, they're always good at developing their players, bringing them through. Yep. Just hope that uh, Adam O'Brien can be the coach that they need. I just think their forwards might be a little bit. They might be lacking a little bit of depth in their forwards, but oh, that's right. Um, oh, really I think they might be. I think they might actually slide a little bit compared to last year, but. I th- you're I'm going to unmute myself and be back. Hello, everybody. <laughs> um, it was sorry, uh, producer, uh, what's his name? Spielberg was um, telling me to stop putting all my electrical equipment on the mixer, which is good advice. Um, they, <laughs> uh, all I wrote for the notes from my notes for Newcastle as I'm back is just spine because their spine is their key, I guess, with yeah, um, uh, Pierce, Tponga, Watson, uh, Watson on the bench, and um, the 5'8 who I've just had a brain fart. I'll just look at his name. That's Kurt Mann, not him. 
No, not him. Oh, Brayley. He's not a 5'8". No, Brayley. But anyway. It was the one I was thinking of. But, um, yeah, they're going to – yeah, they'll be down the bottom somewhere. They'll be stronger in the, ho- in the hooker. Um, yeah, Better hooker, they're gonna, but – They're going to slide down a little bit, I think. But Some big knows. losses. Yeah, they've lost What the is heaps, that team? Like, look at that team. What is that team? There, you know? It's Ponga. Ponga yeah, and Mitchell Yeah, because they're soaking up however much of the – It's um, mm-hmm. try to match them in the forwards and then just play touch footy on the edges. Yeah. Someone like Saifidi, we can talk about in Supercoach, I guess. Yeah. Uh, New Zealand. Uh, they'll run last. <laughs> Wade Egan from Penrith. Yep. Um, uh, they got, and they signed Murdoch Masala from the UK. Adam but that's Pompey, not until next year, I think. That's right. Yeah, that's next year. That's next year. Adam Pompey, Wade Egan, and yeah, the, rest, the other two I don't know. They've lost Aceford, um, Liggy Sal, and Lasoni. So it sort of weakens their forward pack a little bit. But, um, yeah, I think they'll run last. I watched them play against the Tigers and their halves looked atrocious. Mm. So. I don't think they who they, they got the young fella at halfback this week. I don't even know who the halves actually are. Trevor Nick from the Warriors, any? Um, oh. no, I'm, not expect, I'm not really <laughs> expecting much from the Warriors. You know, I could probably see them uh, running down low in the table. Can you, um, you don't know more than us, who are the Warriors? Like, because we talked about it, I think, last year sometime that. As a club, they're one of the best clubs you've said to deal with. They're amazing PR, like they're really good to deal with, that sort of thing. What are they and what do they hope to be? Like, would you know? It's hard to tell because, like, when they first came into Compos, they were known as the Auckland Warriors. Yeah. And they became the NZ Warriors. Now they're just the Warriors, actually. Now they're just the Vodafone Warriors. Vodafone Warriors. So, like, they've gone through so many different changes. But just from what I've heard from different players, like, what they need to do... Like, and this is nothing against them. Like, I'm, I'm only, this is only hearsay from what I've been told is that if you're not in Auckland or if you're a young player from Auckland, you're going to play for Auckland. But if you're on the outsides or from anywhere else in New Zealand, they don't want to know you. Yeah, really. Right. So that's yeah, why okay. quite a few of the players will come over here. Because you think logically yeah. they should be having the pick of the Kiwis. Yeah, they should the whole country, Kiwis, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So they should be having a camp in South like both islands going, right, come and travel here. Like, yeah. They should be like, well, snapping thing, all of them. But one, one thing I do have to say, what they've done better, well this year um, at the Warriors is that they've got a team in the SG Ball now. So oh, they never ju- had a SG Junior Ball. Junior Reps, no. Yeah, so okay. they're following. Uh, oh, really? Got a team in the SG Ball. So it's good for the development and see where they're at. Yeah, big time. Because they're, they're kids. They come, they, they send some good, there's some good, you know, New Zealand kids that come through. Oh, and definitely. they all end up everywhere else except right. for. The Warriors, as you said. But yeah. if it's sort of based, they only want you if you're from Auckland, it sort of explains it a little bit, yeah. doesn't it? So, like, like I said, that, that's all he say because that's what I've been told. Oh, of course. But, uh, uh, but definitely, like, I think it's good that they've got a team in the SG ball. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, awesome. Uh, so, yeah, they're going to run last. Oh, I think they're going to yeah. run last, yeah. Trev, yeah, down there somewhere. Yeah, right. Stephen Kearney's on the chopping block. I know how the bloke's still got a job, man. I thought they would have sacked him a year and a half, two years ago. Is it great? Um, the only thing I'll give them is last year they put out an awesome documentary series that was on Fox Sports about the history of the Warriors, and it was yep. really, really good. Um, God, I didn't even know what it's called, to be honest with you. I should have done more research. But that was good. I'll give them that. They had a good documentary last year because they're going to run somewhere down with Cold Coast. North Queensland, what about them this year? They got, uh, Val Holmes back, Eastern the, Masters. I think that's a team that's recruited better than anyone else, to be honest. Um, as you said, Masters, Valentine Holmes. Um They've lost Scott Bolton, end of their career, as you were saying before. Um, and Matt Scott. No, he's, he's yeah, Matt Scott. <laughs> Matt Scott. <laughs> and Kahu. Bolton, Kahu. But they're the guys that, you know, Kahu barely, he didn't play many games for him last true. year. Um, neither did Matt Scott. 
you know, I don't think they're going to miss them too much. Hopefully, you know, they're obviously looking for a young kid to come through. Uh, Gideon Mosby looked the talent. I'm not sure where he's gone, but he's gone. And um, no, but I can see them pushing in and around the bottom of the eight. I think so. I think they'll do pretty well. I like. I, I, I'm in love with Scott Drinkwater. Up. I think he's a good player. Yeah, Drinkwater. Yeah, brilliant. He's going to play six. But I think he right? looked really good at fullback. So I don't know how they yeah. go when he's they shuffle him back yeah. in because he was in Melbourne and in five eight and Bellum got much. rid of him yeah. pretty quick. And yes, yeah, so. seen much of uh, the can- the North Queensland recruits or much hope for them this year. I mean, yeah. I'm interested to see how their forward pack's going to go. Losing uh, Scott and well, yeah, like two oh, big, Scott two, rep, two uh, veterans. But, you know, like they still got like Jordan McLean, you know, yeah. who's played for Australia and that. So maybe they should go well if their forward pack muscles up. Now they'll do well because then they, like I remember, and I know I'm going to say Melbourne here, but back in the day when Melbourne when Bellamy first went in there, he didn't have the big name forwards. Yeah. And but the forwards did what they had to do for the backs. To do. Yeah, well, if most teams can match it, match the other team in the forwards. That's right. And it's up to everything else. Yeah, comes down right. to the halves and the fullback and yeah. So there, yeah, both both Smokies for what you yeah, six, seven, eight spots. In, yeah, six, yeah. seven, eight. Six, seven, eight. Para, Para interesting Para. one this year. Well, Lots took, of Para fans listen to this show. Your best player. Show. Yeah, they did. Um, they've bought quite. Well, they bought okay. Well, they took him and uh, him and Campbell Gillard. And make or break for Campbell Gillard, change needed, of scenery. To be honest, they needed a couple of big bodies in the middle there. Um, well, yeah, having lost Mawa, Ma'au, Manu Ma'au. I'm going to say the whole Tepai name. Tepai Marawa and Manu. The Tongan Predator. Yeah. Manu Ma'au, man. What a great story he was. What about... That was ridiculous. But his story is basically he refused to... He said he wouldn't play NRL unless it's para, so that's why he went overseas. Marty Mao, yeah, yeah, because okay. of what they did. For because him. when he came out of jail, they yeah, gave him blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But great story. I shouldn't have blah blah blah. Oh, mate, well, <laughs> mate, they love him over at Hull FC. Yeah, he'd be a, he'd oh, be a predator every week, mate. He was just, he was so, he was hundred and yeah, hundred percent every week. Yeah. He just ripped in, fucking, you know, made his tackles, didn't miss, didn't miss many at all. Yeah. Just it, had an offload. That's he right, was a great background. And if you got tackled by him, you knew about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he wanted to hurt you. Um, what do you think of? We'll go for you first, Trev. Power this year. Oh man, like I think they just got to improve their on the road. Yeah, that because yeah. we know they can win at home. But if they get win more games on the road this year, like they're going to be a top four side. Have you been into that stadium? Hey, I haven't been into Bankwest yet. <sighs> yeah, neither have I. Apparently, Fuck, everyone that's stepped foot in it tells us it's amazing. I went know. there for the nines last yeah. season, and I made it was the fucking atmosphere was brilliant. There was a game. There would be about five thousand people there. Yep, Lebanon scored. And the, the fucking walls were shaking, man. Yeah. It was just like, oh, fucking hell, good is this stadium? Like, just looking at it on really? TV. Like, the only thing I don't like about it, just looking at it on TV, reminds me of Twivenham. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not the prettiest thing in the world, but the sound in there, man, yeah. is amazing. Do yourself a favour and get out there this year. It's brilliant. Oh, no, I'm, I'm quite sure I'll get there this it year. It is brilliant. We'll do a uh, footy and frothies tour. There you go. Yeah, Once we're accredited. Let's do that. I need to speak to someone. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what do you think of Para? I've got them, yeah, third, fourth. I reckon it's their year to be third or fourth. Better than they were. Dylan Brown's a jet. Um, Madison's obviously. A lot of it comes down to Moses. Yes. A lot of it comes down to Moses. And he's still got to prove, even if they do finish second, third, fourth, he's still got to prove he's a clutch player. We ran him around quite well last year. Got him into their positions, got him into the corners and set all that up. And then when they're on a roll, he put blokes away. They scored tries everywhere. But when they're under the pump, he does seem to go missing a yeah. little bit. And, so. and, he, and you're right, he does go missing when he's under the pump. Yeah. The only thing Parramatta 
fan. What was it? Was it fourth first fifth last year? Manly para, mm-hmm. and it was a no contest. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Well, look when they um, fogged uh, Brisbane. Yeah. Yeah, you but know, sorry, carry on. Then, then the following week they get towed up by Tied Melbourne. Up on, yeah. yeah, and that. But just with Moses, you know, like I, I just think para fans just have to stop looking for the next Peter Sterling. And I know he was the last halfback they had when they won the comp. You know, but you look at it over the years, the halfbacks have had, you know, who've been there, who've came out really good, but then they want to put the Peter Sterling tag automatically. <laughs> It's like a hoodoo. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've got to go back to Tim Smith. Like, yeah. where's he Destroyed now? him. Tim Smith, <laughs> Michael Witt. Peyton like, Ruth, I don't know. He was the best yeah. player in the world for 12 months. Yeah, and then until it came to gone. the semi-final, he was chipping chases of his own goal line. And Anyway, 2005 people, look it up. Um, but <laughs> Parramatta, I think they're top four for sure. I think they're bought well, obviously. Uh, good coach. Um, Seems to be, yeah. I just had That's an absolute brain fart. Right Arthur, that's on. Why did I forget that? That's the guy. Ah, but yeah, you actually couldn't hit now. Every Parramatta fan I know, you couldn't hit the on the head any better than they need to stop looking for the next Sterling because that's all like it's just 83, 84, 85, or oh well. And so Dylan Brown's a jet, just, he's not got to be Sterling. He's got to so Penrith, I hope they start calling Old Bait the next Brandy and then, yeah. Mm, for our Penrith supporters over in the corner. <laughs> but um, I think they're top four. I think they're going to play, they're going to have a good year. Um, Good bench, even their bench this week's hot. Takarangi in the Strong bench team, and um, yeah. one through seventeen, a good good team. And I think if they um, listen to BA and get on top of it and have Brown fit all year, they're going to be a good team. Anyone to add? No, let's move nope. on. Next, next, <laughs> Penrith, Penrith, uh, Coruscant, mm-hmm. pretty good pickup. The, the, the three, the, the three main buys that they've got: Tevatano and Cape, Tevatano and Coruscant. They're big ins, but they've they've lost Campbell Gillard. Mm-hmm. Wasn't great at Penrith, but you know he could Poor be Jen. anything. Um, Tim Grant end of career. McKendry hasn't played in two years. Egan, Wade Egan as a backup hooker, but Coruscant is probably going to play eighty minutes. They yeah, Cor- yes. is like good, like you know, like I know he was disappointed to leave Manly, but end of the day, like you know, he's a journeyman, he's a professional, and he, he's the. I think Egan's a good, need. Actually, Egan's a good player, but yeah. um, Coruscant's a... But he's a better player. A you're proven not, You're not going to need someone to take his spot. He can play 80 minutes. Yeah. Like, he can play 80 minutes every week unless he gets hurt. Uh, they lost a bit of depth in their forwards with Sele, Winnersign and Fuimayano, but um, I've got them pretty much round the same as what they were last year. A lot of it depends Nine, 10, on their halves. Uh, uh, do or die for Nathan Cleary. His team now. I think it's a really. He's got a. He's got a way out at the end of the day. If um the what's his what's the Luai? Um, yeah, if Luai doesn't shape up, then it's not clear his fault, is it? So, well, at the end of the day, like you know, like Ivan's came out and said, oh, Luai is going to get the first shot at number six because mm. uh, those guys have you know they've played together for juniors, yep. junior reps, and whatever else. Yep. But my my biggest issue is that when times get tough, Nathan wants to go sideways. Yep. Guess who, who else goes sideways naturally? Yeah. Luai. And Luai can't tackle. And that, so mate, it's going to be interesting for the Panthers. So their spine this week is obviously Coruscant, then it's um, Luai, Cleary, and then Caleb Bacon. Ah, uh, not you. Yeah, Caleb Bacon's. Wrong one. It's a young, it's a young team to be running a first grade. Aikens did look like he had. He, he's got something. He does look like a decent footballer. But Did you see much of the mythical Luai Cleary Junior partnership as they come through the years? Or yeah, I got to see a bit of it. Yeah, you know, like like they did well, but now you, I mean, this is first grade now. So it's the main stage, it's the main stage, like you know, like 
as long as they can work well together and the forwards do it, I know it's cliche. If the forwards do their job, then Nathan and Roy can do theirs. But the only thing that I'm worried about is they're going to shut Cleary down because Luai yeah, can't kick either. I try. So it's going to be Luai's very Cleary's much. Going to be I like Luai, he's, he's a runner, man. He's a he's, a, he's, a very he's like good a Josh Reynolds. Runner. He's like a young yeah. Josh, like a Sparky sort of. Like he's full of enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. He's full of enthusiasm. Yeah, that's the closest analogy I can think of. Like a young Josh Reynolds, where he just wants when to he played hand. well, he looked brilliant. Yeah, but you know, but he's other games not throwing Mitchell Pearce passes, and he's not got a kicking game. Yeah. I, 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 as I said, I rate him as a player, but I just don't quite know how they'll work together. Because no. you said it's a sort of... be interesting to see how they go. Where do I put them? I've got them in at ninth. Yeah, Trev, Penrith. Oh, they'll be... Good outside backs. So sorry, um, no, I cut no, you off then. No, That's why I said, yeah. like, um, Nate and 2-0, Like, Yeah, mm. good outside yeah, backs. Yeah, I think I've got some good outside backs. Sorry, uh, now continue. I'm going to yeah. stop cutting off. That's all right, yeah. It's only like, the third time. No, it's all right, man. <laughs> yeah, so, like, yeah, they do have some good outside backs, like in Naden and... And that, but um, in the day, like uh, I, I think Penrith will probably just be missing just the eight. Yeah, no, fair enough. I think we all agree there. We got um, many left. We've done St George, haven't we? Did I cut you? Yeah, we've done St George. Mm-hmm. South, we've done. No, we haven't done South. I'll oh, get the South going. Let's yeah. Talk about him. Where are they? Got him here somewhere. Two to go. Souths, all right. The trail, massive pickup. Mm. And Goodwin back. Bryson Goodwin. Yeah. Who um, kicks? The trail, probably, I would say. But for goal kicking? Mm. Oh, man, I think Reynolds. Will oh, you got Reynolds in. Oh, Reynolds. Reynolds. Sorry, they don't have Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, mate, you can't Reynolds take it off the, the captain. That's for choice, yeah. You can't take it off the captain. That's true. <laughs> they picked up Dargan and Margot. Mm-hmm. Um, he looked really good when he, obviously, as I said, in the charity shield, but he's out for half the season, so. Mm-hmm. Um, they've upgraded Kulamatangai. He looks like he could be a player. He's been named at 17 this week, so he could be a pickup for a cheapie and a super coach, but we'll get to that. Um, but the losses, man. Sutton, Inglis, two Burgesses, um, Dewey. It's a lot, it's a lot going a out of a team. Guy, yeah. Oh, mate, well, you, you can't replace a Sam Burgess. Yeah. Now, I know they tried hard for Jai Arrow, but Jai Arrow is still no Sam Burgess. Yeah. You know, they, like, they're probably the going to struggle. The closest match for Inglis was Latrell. He's, yeah, yeah, and... Latrell needs time to get back into fullback. That'll take him six weeks. Sutton was brilliant last year. Nah. Who, who, who takes Sutton's spot? That, that's a whole second row. You got okay, they got uh, Campbell Graham and um, great player. Uh, not Man, Campbell Graham. Even, uh, um, Cam Murray. Name Cam Murray. Yeah. Well, Cam, Murray's been, Cam, Cam, Murray. Cam Murray's been moved from lock into the, the second, second row. row. And like I was sort of think, you know, like he was defending on both Wasted sides. Wasted a little bit on the edge. So yeah. now he's just going to play on the edge. Like I, I know. It might suit his game a bit better, but for them, I think they should have just left him in lock because he don't want to defend. It's old, um, your they might defend strength. him in the middle. They might just run him on an edge and then defend him in the middle. Yeah. Probably be the best way to play. It's the old, yeah, weakening. Yeah, you're weakening your strength to shore up something you think you're missing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, what do you make of the team though? Latrell fullback. I think he'll be right. They'll be right. Oh, mate, I think it'd be brilliant. I think by the end of the year, he'll be one of the best players again. He's just, especially ball running, like he's not going to have to tackle. He's half the game. He's going to be standing around watching people do stuff, and then he's just going to be looking for holes. And in centre, you you know you get closed down a lot quicker in the centres than you do running from fullback. You can see that hole before you get the ball. Whereas centre, you've got the ball, then you got to look for that hole. Yeah, I can see him as a lot of that. Uh Dummy half sniffing fullback. Yeah, yeah. Like, Reese yeah. Wesser. First receiver. Uh, um, Reese Wesser. Well, like, Peachy balls. to an extent. Yeah, sort you of. you got to yeah. remember, like, him when he was in centre, he was still sniffing out a hooker anyway. Yeah, he was yeah. still 
yeah, yeah. broken tackles. Yeah. And, yeah. So now I guess he's got free reign to do that. Yeah, it just comes down to his conditioning for 80 minutes yep. as a fullback because we know that you do more running in the fullback. Yeah. What you do as a Ton center. more running, yeah. And what do you think, Trev? Um, so he'll be right, you think? You'll be your grief barn or you? I, mean, I, I think he'll be all right. He just needs to have some time to settle into the position. And their forward pack? Like, like I said, that's a big a big gut taking big two loss, Burgesses. Yeah. And I know English wasn't always for a long time, but no, more than, even Sam Burgess wasn't Sam Burgess last year. He stood down a lot. But, um, yeah, Sutton and two Burgesses out. The first Burgess half of the season, it was pretty solid. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think they may struggle a little bit in the forwards. Because you know, obviously they um, lost uh, um, with the pack. Um, you mentioned Margo, yeah, Margo. Patrick Margo, Margo, Patrick Margo, yeah. Patrick Margo, like, you know, like he's, he's a big loss for him, you know. He's a big body. And he just he big looks body. like he's going to be something special. That but, uh, Margo, mate, I, but. but I think, like, I think they can, as long as they match it, should be all right. But I I've got him running six or seventh, slipping down a little bit. But, it, you know. Time will tell. Depends what do you think? Me. I think they'll probably um, slip into the bottom eight. Yep. I bottom eight. I'm not wow. bottom eight in the bottom half. The bottom half, half of the top eight. Sorry about that. No, I agree for uh, two teams ago yeah, um, we better talk we did talk about the premiers, I just realised. <laughs> 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 Here we go. Are they on this list? Oh there they are. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't make sense. Um, because I wanted then Rachel sparked my memory. And then we'll have a quick break after that. Yep. because uh, my back teeth are floating. Um <laughs> East uh, let's go for East. Roosters. All right. Where are we, Roosters? Okay, the only signing that I've been able to find assistant is Flanagan. Dr- assistant Director Flobbs is asleep in the corner. <laughs> That's how long we've gone. Uh, Flanagan. Yes, big signing. Up. A few losses. Yeah, they've lost Kronk, so is Flanagan going to take Kronk's spot? Oh, he's going to take his he spot, but his is position, he going to get yeah. close? Uh, they've lost Mitchell, Kronk, Tedovano. Mm. How important is Cooper Kronk to that team? Well, massive. Mate, massive. Yeah. Look, massive. Look how, I tell you right now, if Cooper Cronk stayed with Melbourne... They don't win two premierships? Melbourne mm. win the last two premierships. They do, yeah. yeah. It's just the, the Has that been underplayed this like, year? Like, they, they'll be on their own 40, you know. They've had five hit-ups. They're on their own 40. He puts them down in their 10. Yeah. You know, or he puts it over the sideline 20 metres out. And then you've got a scrum down their end. They fuck up. You score. Mate, yeah. Just best man management. Like, you know, like I know at the moment the big talk's about all the trainers on the field, but you look at that... 2018 grand final. They didn't need their trainer. One meter and one meter and no he was a trainer. Yeah, <laughs> he was. He was the trainer. Mate, you might as well just give him the place. Giving him water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was great. He just held it one the whole time. He's just oh. like Kiri, do this, do that. Yeah, yeah. sweet, done. <sighs> yeah, and then you throw Latrell. Like, and Latrell probably wasn't at his absolute best last year for Roosters, no, but definitely wasn't. One of maybe a couple of games, uh, and then. Um, yeah, a couple of young Fords that they will be right with them. But uh, are they minor premiership premiership contenders again? They're probably premiership contenders again. But are edge they of the four, top four. top four? I've got them edge of the four. Edge top, of the four, just four. in, just out. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. So, but a bit of a fall from grace from defending. Yeah, slide a little bit. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah slide a little bit. And the um, cross just too big, mate. Like, that is going to lose a spot. I or think two of all just, the retirements the last Kronk. five, like. It's a big retirement. And he didn't miss a lot of tackles. You know, he wasn't great no, in no, defence, no. but he didn't miss many. No, he never stood like a sore thumb. Um, yeah, I agree. I think I think probably still verge of top four, but could go either way. Still got Tedesco, still got oh, 18 yeah. points in him a game. Brilliant team. Um, and and they're, still they're a great backline too. Well, let me just have a look at the World Club Challenge. Mm-hmm. Like their defence against St. Helens, mm. like everyone wrote them off. Yep. 
And, uh, and like, yeah, they probably didn't uh, – when they had to score the tries, they scored the tries. Mm. And, but they relied on their defence. So, because obviously their defence is pretty good. they got good defensive structure. Mm-hmm. So I reckon they, it's still going to be hard to beat because, mate, they've got one of the best attitudes in defence when it comes to any of the other teams in the NRL. Yep. And you still say a relatively hot back line. You've still got Manu, uh, Teddy – Trying to find it now. Um, the other hot centre, I can't find. No, and they still got Brett Morris. And yeah, they're all good. Both, both Morris now. That's official now, apparently. So, yeah. both oh, Morrises. I, 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 I was really not. shocked. Oh, really? I, I still reckon uh, Josh Morris will go to the Roosters yeah. after round five after they play him. Uh, yeah, the Sharks yeah. came out today and said that nothing's been official. Oh, okay. Blah, blah, blah. I thought they, it was. They released it the official. Midday it was, and then uh, it was one. Okay. I reckon so they're going to wait till after round five. It'll be round five, yeah. After, after they, round five, after they play. And round five, Moylan's due back, Dugan's due back. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It just makes sense. Well, but. Yeah. Seamless transition there into the West Tigers, Barney Boy. Yeah, so pick up Billy Walters. Didn't realise he was 26. No, neither did I. Yeah, yeah no, he's been around mm. for a while. So yeah. He looked good in the nines, but as said, nines no, is plenty of nines, space. Nines. As long as you're quick enough, you can hit those holes. <laughs> Biggest pick up you guys have got is the Lee Lua brothers. Yep. Luciano, big. You, I think you're still short one big middleman. But um, BJ on that edge with no Faluma, that. That's pretty exciting, really. Yeah. If they can get some good, good clean ball. And uh, and Dewey. Yeah, Dewey. I don't know. Where, where does Dewey play? Four this week, but uh, the fact they didn't pick him at fullback suggests... Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. If Momorowski doesn't go, he probably doesn't get a spot. Yeah, and if Momorowski and buy a fit this week, they... Yeah, that'd be a mm. question. You know what, like, what I would love to see at the Tigers? And I reckon he'll go all right if given the opportunity. Corey Thompson in hooker. In hooker? Mm. You reckon he's hey, big enough to do the, Can the, he do the, the hard the, work the, in the middle? The defensive work? Oh, I don't know if he'd be able to handle the defensive work. Because he's have Elijah Taylor or someone defending yeah. but, um, the middle. Pushing yeah. back to fullback. And then, yeah. fullback. Like, just something different. Yeah. Why not? Well, they played Benji there. in there the end of last year. Benji did some good yeah. stuff at Hooker last year. No, and, it, and as he it stands, it looks like games, it's going to be Benji... Billy Walters, Walters. Mumbai when he's fit. Maybe Harry Grant. Harry, yeah, if we get Harry Grant, there. something different. And you've got Josh Reynolds still there. And Josh well. Reynolds. So you're going to have five hookers. And <laughs> I don't know who. And none of them are actually hookers. David so Ray loves hookers, though. He does. Well, anyway. Something for him. He's coming to battle, Something for him. Um, he's that that is a concern. This weekend. How good's that? And then he obviously lost Robbie Farrah, Madison, yeah, Madalino. Rockow. Masters. Masters. Did we talk about Masters at North Queensland? Hmm? Did we mention yeah, Master's gone up to North Queensland. Yeah, did we mention that? We didn't really. Think we did. Oh, we said he was there. Yeah. Depends yeah, on who he's at. Loss, but Depends yeah. who's outside him, really. Packer's yeah. out injured. Yeah, Packer missed Packer's out. He didn't gone. play last would, year. Oh, no. like old mate hates him, doesn't want him. Mm. Same with Madalino. That's why Madalino's gone. Surprised he's still there. Madalino, yeah. He's Apparently retired, medically retired, then played park footy <laughs> the week after. And yeah, he, he sat Packer out all last year. But he needs a, there's, he needs he needs one a big more big body man. Yeah. Musgrove, is he a hope? Yeah, he is a hope, actually. He, he was pretty good. At, um, that's Zane, isn't it? That, yes. From Souths? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, he, he could probably take that spot. But um, How many minutes you're going to get out of him, I don't know. He seemed to only play about 30, 40 minutes most games, but most your, front rowers only play 30, 40 minutes. What's your target opinion, Trev, before I get really optimistic? <laughs> uh, maybe I'll struggle to make the eight. How do you? Yes, that's one. Well, they finished yeah. ninth for the last three years, mm. haven't they? I've they got might have to go on one less. But they've just been some uh, some big bodies in the forward pack. Yeah, 
there's all those little forwards that are actually quite, I hate to say it this way, but they're quite good players. Will be very good players somewhere else. But when you have them all together, like your Cheekams, your Twelve, well, your big bodies, Cheek um, went good, and Twelve went pretty good. Um, yeah. Garner's put on some bulk. Garner's a good player. Yeah, um, good like decent players would be. But you, there's no one to like. There's no leaders. There's I reckon no they need to play Garner at um, lock. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But he he runs those real good Chris Lawrence holes, like the real good he angles. He runs good lines inside, outside, and he tackles well. Yeah, yeah I think it'd be a perfect lock for yeah. you blokes. But he, he why not? Um, well, the, I guess you got to play Elijah Taylor at the moment because he's defensive work. But um, he's, he's hasn't been a player he's been. Yeah. Trev, Defend yeah, not much to add. <laughs> Same nah. thing. Not much else to add for Tigers. Yeah, I'll be optimistic with the uh, no Faluma. Be lower. Interested to bit. see how Billy Waters go at hooker for yeah. Because essentially, he's be a little bit, obviously, Farah's done a job, but he's slow compared to what he used to be. Yeah, and yeah. everybody, you need that speed out of dummy half. Yeah, you get the bullies on the back of it, and you get the roll on. And Apparently, we signed another hooker today. Um, who is a junior player? Apparently, he's the quickest hooker since Damien Cook. But Oh, is that, his um, name. What's his? It's uh, not Simpkins. It's no, someone else. it's um, one of the the Walker brothers' kid. Isn't he it? had him. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he's a jet out. He's done yeah. half, but he's a like he's you'd have Cook covered over twenty meters sort of thing. But that's again, as always, it's five years away. Um, yeah, yeah, I can't argue much of what we've said. Uh, should we talk about um, the round coming up before we wrap up, or should we talk about Supercoach first because um, we're pushing the Club Trev Supercoach comp? What was de- it, it, which still works, I believe? Yeah, yeah the code nine one seven five three five. Yep, get amongst it if you're on it. Uh, any quick um, Supercoach tips, Barn? For All right, because so the there's not enough of them from the Daily Telegraph and everything else. Is, um, Tomalolo, he's a little bit overpriced, but I'm going to hold him for the season, so price doesn't really matter unless he gets a big injury. So, so when you look at your team, do you just go, he's the first player I pick, and then worry about everything else? I try to fill most of my back row and then my fullbacks and then work from there. But um, I try to split it as I try to get seven or eight guns. Uh, nine or ten mid ranges and then six or seven cheapies just to fill the spots. Yep. This year cheapies is ugly as there's probably only three or four blokes that are actually going to play. I do love um, the Telegraph for the last six weeks has done nothing but talk about all these cheapies and all these jets and all these guys that played nines. And not a single one of them was named. And in they the probably team. will end up playing <laughs> yeah, in like round literally not eight, a single nine, one. Yeah, or and ten. They will. But you yeah, got to pick your spots. Or, or round sixteen because some of them on development contracts. Yeah. And yeah, you could yeah. probably have yeah, exactly. You could probably have two of those blokes just to hold spots, just because you just you don't, don't want to spend money in those yep. two spots. But um, yeah, Tamalolo is probably a bit overpriced, but I'm going to try and hold him all year. And the offloads and the tackle busts and the tries and it's, it's Tamalolo. He's mm-hmm. probably you know he's the best forward in the game. So he's the first one I'm going with. Um, Tyson Frizzell, I'm expecting a big year out of Tyson Frizzell. The back end of last year, I didn't year, mention this when we talked brilliant. about Dragons, but they have a pretty hot forward pack at the moment. They do. All of a sudden, um, which was a question I was going to ask. We'll go back to it, is but um, the question with the um, well, we may as well now give them a talk about team structures. But um, hottest forward pack next year and hottest back line. Manly got the forward, the, the uh, hottest yeah. forward pack, I think. Yep, and back line. Oh, forward pack. Oh, manly. Backline. Like like that, that, this is no notice. I've given any of these blokes, so let's test their uh, nows at 10 o'clock at night. I can give you maybe three of them. You've got um, 
Parramatta, go yeah, close. Par- Parramatta's back on. Sivo, Wonga Blake, fucking all the rest of the yeah. fucking. I guess Takarangi, blokes like Takarangi sit on the bench and. Um, um, Parramatta, backlines, backlines, backlines. What did I write down? Um, South, I mean, no, South, 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 no. South, 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 I still think uh, the Cowboys back line will go all right as well. I yeah. love Val Holmes, mate. Like, you know, he was there when the fucking... Of course, <laughs> he's an underrated back mate. line. But, but yeah, right, yeah, the Cowboys back line. Know, but, but we'll get to team by team shortly. Um, And uh, Canberra, uh, Canberra's sort of underrated back. When you got Jared Croker, Curtis Scott, Jack White and the British hooker and Cox Yeah, but they all take points off each other. That's like, true we, as well. When you're talking super coach, you want... Yeah, sorry. You want, we've, we've, you're, uh, we've you want to mix it up. You want to mix it up. We've smashed, you know I mean, two, we've smashed two teams together just then. If you're going middle ranges, yeah, you can tick... You can get two or three from the same team, but if you want standouts, you can basically only get one, maybe two from each team. I was more they talking cost so much money. I was more talking as an NRL team rather than a super coach team. But super coach. I know we're on super coach. Sorry, <laughs> move on. Super coach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, the two guns are Tamalolo and Tapao, uh, Marty Tapao. They're the two blokes on offloads everywhere, attacking stats. Attacking stats in super coach are massive. Tries, line breaks, offloads. Massive point. Try assist. Yep. And that little pop off, you know, you drop it around the corner and old mate scores. It, there's 12 points plus whatever. And yeah. Um, Jack Williams. Mm hmm. Was only playing about 30, 40 minutes last year. Gallant's gone. Blake's probably going to be playing 60, 70 minutes. He was averaging 43 points last year. He's, he's only at 400K. I think he's going to be a big. A pretty good pickup, and yeah, Tyson Brazil. I've always loved Tyson Brazil. He's just full, like full on. He yes. doesn't just run into the line. He just goes in as hard as he can, hits as many blokes as he can. He's got an offload. He's got footwork. His average last year was only about forty-seven, but I think he's going to do a lot better this year. Um, cheapies. Wakem from the Dogs is probably the biggest cheapie just because he'd been named at 5'8". He's bottom dollar. Can goal kick. Can he Got good feet. He's quick. Mm. He can pass. Good player. Yeah, he was the goal kicker last year for Fiji. (coughs) Um, uh, What do we got? Sharks, Toby Rudolph. Massive. He's like seven foot tall, fucking 110 kilos or something. He's been named on the bench. But at bottom dollar, if he plays 20, 30 minutes, he's going to make you money and you sell him obviously later. Um, South Kian Kulamatangi Dual position Second row Back row Bottom dollar Even if he's only playing 20-30 minutes Off the bench He's going to make you money By the end of the year uh, Billy Walters at Tigers Starting hooker I, have gonna make, I, I did buy him today He's going to make 30-40 tackles nice. 200k I, I even opened my second eye And did buy him as well He will make money Um Lasoni was what I mentioned earlier. He's Sam Lasoni, yeah, he yeah, but he's, he's around four hundred. No, so he's cheap. Probably, today. he's probably pretty close to you get something better. He's probably pretty close to what you know. He's valued pretty close, unless he gets extra minutes than what he was getting at the Warriors. I, I figured, given he's going to be named starting this week, that he's probably. I didn't actually buy him, but I just. Yeah, but front row is generally only play 30, yeah, play 40, 40 minutes. minutes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless he's going to get 50 to 60. He's 240K. Minutes. Yeah, no, no, that's pro- he'd probably make 100K by the end. If your job's to make four or five first wins. Yeah, which is generally the way you want to play it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, cheapies are pretty. 
you're going to have to go a few more mid ranges this year than cheapies. Yeah, and that's thing getting. There will be more cheapies come, but it's going to be four or five weeks down the line. So, Trev, any anyone um, you know you might have seen over the last couple of years watching a lot of young superstar cup and stuff. You might might be someone you keep on. I keep getting tipped. Uh, who is the red-headed winger with Tigers signed last year? Penrith Junior. I can't even name. Red-headed winger. Oh, mate, you've got me. Yeah. He plays training school boys and stuff, but... Oh, yes, I, um, yes, I know. You'd, you know, I feel so bad about this because I'm actually... I know, too. I just don't yeah. Oh, I feel so bad about this. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, uh, I said it. Seeny. Seeny. Yeah, so joke, he's but, actually uh, on a development contract. I feel bad because I actually know the Seenies. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> how I know. Like, yeah. yeah. Now, like, uh, he's actually on a development contract at the moment uh, with the Tigers, yeah. so he won't be available until after round 16. Yep. Uh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's still only 18, 19. Yeah, mate, so like, he, he played uh, 20s last year. And that, and how was uh, he? Oh, mate, seen him strong, man. Like, he, he actually uh, played the year that he played Australian schoolboys, he was playing local A grade with the Glenmore Park side, yep. here in the Penrith Comp, and they made the grand final that year. That's how I knew him through Hoz. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah so they uh, they made the grand final that year and uh, lost to Windsor, and but then he was uh, obviously signed by. Uh, Tigers on a development contract, and he's just gone for, uh, leap, leaps and bounds. And I believe, he, like, come round sixteen, if they're looking for some outside backs, he'll be the person. It's anything we don't need, but yeah. But yeah he, so it, round it, fifteen, just sell one of your blokes that are going shit house, and yeah, then buy him. So much yeah, man, like, I, like, man, like he's pretty strong, and I know they do rate him at the Tigers. Mm-hmm. Now, like, That's uh, what I've heard. Qu- yeah. Quite a few times last year, he was named the playing Canterbury Cup. Yeah. That came uh, match day, he w- wasn't given to go. And what I've heard from a few different people was he's asked Hodger, hey, what's going on? Why, why aren't I like, getting to go? Yep. You, you've named me to run on, and then I'm not getting to go. And he goes, oh, he likes you up in first grade. So just uh, keep on doing what you're doing. And Yeah. And yeah, that, yeah. I've, I've heard similar stuff. And it's, yeah. That, but I was just thinking of him. Um, anyone else from you, from the sort of Blacktown group? Also, um, the T Rex story. Is he, oh, sorry, he's stripped down again. Is he still at Blacktown? 27 yeah. kilos or something. Yeah, mate. Is he still uh, there? How was he for you? Oh, mate. Oh, I'll be honest with you. Like when he came back, like, everyone knows, like, when he was at the Bulldogs, like, Gun. He was like, uh, he, was he still weighed like he weighed like hundred forty odd kilo, he, and that, and he was just carrying too much weight. Oh, that was manly, sorry. Not and, uh, but then, yeah. but when he came back to obviously he was signed by Blacktown and came back, uh, put in the hard yards, trained. He lost a lot of weight, mm. and mate, when he got out to play, it was like watching T Rex of old men against the boys. Yeah, apparently he's lost like twenty seven again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I was saying. Like it, it just wasn't over the off season. He got down oh, to the back end so this year. is from when he yeah. signed and had to train, sit out his suspension. Yeah, because he had that suspension hanging over him. Yeah, and then he lost all that weight, and mate, and he got down to like hundred twenty one kilo. Mm. And I remember when he went out and played, mate. It was like watching men against the boys, yep. T Rex of old, and that. So, and he. So you reckon he will he be back in first grade this year? You think? I reckon, mate. When the time comes, like Des will be calling on. He'd be on the bench. I'd, yeah, yeah. And that, mate, like, for sure. And now, like he'll be playing, trying to get the old style twenty minutes out of him, where he just. And that, mate, like he'll be a Half beast. Hour, forty minutes. Yeah, because yeah, I tell you now, when, when he guts. when he came back last year to play for Blacktown, and that like at the beginning he was uh, set out for like say the first twenty, but then he'll play the. Oh, 60 60. afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So he was getting wow. big minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah, right. Big minutes. 
There you go. Yeah, there's someone. You um, named in the team. For anyway, like I said, you've sort of seen a lot of your casts and uh, those sort of blokes. Anyone from that vein you might suggest to a super coach player? Like you've said, you don't necessarily Metcalf. involve it. But Metcalf, yeah. And that, like, I think he's on a development contract yeah, at the moment. No, he's been upgraded. He's upgraded. in the squad. Yeah, so yeah, he's I reckon, in the 30. Like, I reckon he'll be someone else. Uh, have a look at uh, another player What's probably his, is he a ball player or a runner? Or? Oh mate, ball player. He's, mate, he's got speed Does to burn. Everything. He's yeah. got speed to burn. Yeah, nice. If he gets through, it's normally close the gates. Yep. Uh, who else? Another player to look at. Uh, Bradman Best from yeah. Newcastle. He'll yeah. be another yeah. player. Solid, solid boy. And that, and if he does get a chance, and I mentioned him earlier, Tex Hoy. Mm-hmm. Tex, yeah, man. I'm gonna so, write that down yeah. so we, when you come back, <laughs> and, and we can talk about it. And, and another player, if he gets a go. Um, Billy Maguire was at Cronulla. Yeah, Billy Maguire. Yeah, he played. He wanted, a of Vossi loves him. Vossi loves calling Billy Maguire. He played about. I think he played three or four games Vossi at the back end of the last year, and then he went back to Newtown and he won them that grand. He won. He won them two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row off a kick. Yeah, yeah, he won yeah. them that grand. Yeah. Yes, like he set up their last three tries. Yeah, now but two weeks in a row, he's he's done a the winning kick. He's been named outside of the seventeen this week, but yeah, oh yeah, on the extended bench. Yeah, yeah. But that, that's another thing with the super coach. Obviously, we're going with super coach. There's going to be a couple of. Po- um, there's four or five coaches any, by the end of the year that you're going to fucking hate. <laughs> and I can tell you who they are right yeah. now. Right? You got Bellyache. Yep. He's going to name 21 blokes, and three of them aren't yep. going to. The three in the 17 aren't going to be in the 17 by I the time it. of play. So an hour before game day, you need to see what the fucking team is because yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be the team he named oh. on Tuesday. Uh, I've just messaged producer arrived to get us all the refreshments. Also, one, one more player I reckon will be good for you. The cheese, Brendan Smith. The cheese. Smith. Oh, he's he's injured at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah he uh, busted his face or something. Yeah, the, but, but he'll the be Maori back game. Oh, He's brilliant, man. Like, I, reckon he'll, he'll be, I reckon he'll be a cheesy. I know he's uh, he's, he's uh, around three fifty. Yeah, he's in that. So, uh, I looked at him yeah. if he'd yeah yeah. Like yeah. he'll make you money. I had he him play, more he last plays year. some of that uh, yeah, background. I had him more so a few blokes of Friday that I sort of looked at today, I guess, and half picked. Um, you can bag the crap out of me if you want to or whatever. Um, no, so I'll just I've, let you pick them. Yeah, bag you later. I've, I've sort of worked around my second row and my centre. So Campbell Graham, Manu, Masters, Lelua, uh, Crichton, Garner, Madison, and then a lot of spastics in between. Um, can I say that word anymore? No, no, you probably can't. Chorus Howe Hooker. You I got just thought Chorus Howe was fair. On, so you'd be right. Chorus Howe Hooker, I thought was fair enough for about the 3.30 mark. Yeah, yeah, good, good. Going to play a lot of minutes for Penrith. I reckon about 50% of the comp's going to have him as their second backup mm. hooker. Uh, Tiano from Penrith, same thing. Yeah, yeah. I've got Yo there, which I might get rid of, actually. Yeah, but if you play him in the centres, keep, keep him out of your second row, put him in your centres. Mm. You're going to get 50, 60 points out of him. And then Drinkwater, Dylan Brown, Mitch Moses, Mitch Moses, Madison, you know, building around them and then trying to pump up in between. Yeah. Um, how's your fullback going to go this week? We'll get onto the week, the week stuff now, but any any final full, yeah, Bill Kennedy, anything on him? Will Kennedy? Yeah. yeah. I call him Bill. <laughs> No, he's probably gonna get a, he's not going to get a spot for a few weeks unless someone he's starting gets starting this week. Hmm? Starting full work this week. Will Kennedy. Mm. Oh, but you got to remember, mate. Whatever yeah. they, I tell you right now, whoever they name on Tuesday, that changes a hundred. Yeah, times. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably sack him soon. Um, apart from that, any super coach tips before we move on to this round and let everyone get some sleep yeah, after going for two and a half hours? If you if you pick a bulldog. Make sure he's in the team before the, before they run out. Because Dean Pay is fucking the same as Belly Bellamy, and then you got um, 
Ricky Stewart, exactly the same. Desi Hasler. Those four blokes, they will pick seventeen. They'll pick twenty-one players, and three out of that twenty-one won't be in the seventeen. Yep. And then it'll all swap and it'll all change. Just make sure you check your teams an hour before the game because there's going to be a couple of blokes that you're going to have in your team that won't be there when they actually name the proper team that's going to run out to play on the weekend. So that's your big super coach tip for the year. Yeah, watch Dean Pay, Ricky Stewart, and Bellamy. They're fucking. They're and horrible Trev, for supercoach. You're outside the supercoach system, I guess. But uh, any any thoughts on how you'd approach it? If you, oh, you're allowed to do it now. You may as well jump in. Oh no, like jump I, in, mate. Like when I used to do it, like I used to just uh, try to uh, like see who were the good fullbacks, put them in. If they can goal yeah. kick, throw them in. Like I remember yeah. one time, I had I think I had like eight goal kickers in my team. Yeah, yeah. Back yeah, rowers, fullbacks, and goalkeepers, and, and then also, like you know, and make your big point person your captain, so you get your double points. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the only advice I'll give Hadwin is sort of go against the grain. Like look outside the box. I think don't of just. Course. And and now that I just noticed, they have got the column like how many percentage of teams are in, and you see yeah, Zach Lomax is in twenty percent of teams. But you go, well, if forty percent of people are picking him. Then what's the point of picking? You go again. It's, yeah, well, it might be the punter's mentality, me, but it's like go it. against the grain. Go well, yeah. okay. Who can I find that no one's picking? It's going to make me some money this week. Oh, you see all the Supercoach articles every week that you have to pay to look at. Yeah. Be, oh, this is the boat you should buy this week, and blah blah. And most of them don't play. No, that's right. Well, it's like for for three months, all I've read is about this is the hottest rookie of all time, and this and that, and he bench presses four hundred kilos on the Telegraph. He's not like even Tristan in a, he, Sailor. Yeah, and stuff like that. And you're like, he's not even in the 30. Like, who is it? Fuck's he benching 400 like, kilos? It's just, anyway. Yeah. And do your own work. I think it's like, you know, no, like yeah. do your own work. Go and watch the footy and it's actually. watch the footy. And just one, one yeah. more person. Uh, Jason Sab. I think he'll be. Well, he's a natural athlete. He's tall. Quick he's goes. fast. Yeah. Mate, he's you know, like he's probably another uh, GP yeah, super yeah. coach. Yeah, yeah, he's under 300. He's definitely yeah, worth absolutely. looking at. Well, let's get into the nit gritty. People are stuck around for an hour and a half to hear this, but uh, round. <laughs> so what's going to happen round way. one? Right, let's get to this. Oh, do, I'm the host. There you go. Oh, settle down. Para Bulldogs. What do you got? I was just going to talk about the teams, but yeah, that's fine. Para Bulldogs. No, I don't want a team player by player, but um. Fuck, you're going to go for another hour. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> I'm just going to. I was going to introduce it, and you can talk like things. You know. Anyway, we just do uh, Bank West, Wank Best Stadium. Um, Wank Fest. The Para Bulldogs, what do you reckon for this round? Any big, any major news? Obviously, you got Madison, Campbell, Gillard. Um, well, dogs have lost their best Waka, forward. Waka, Blake, Sevo. Second best forward in Hewira and Ira. Mm. you got Josh Jackson and Hewira and Ira. So, yeah. And I've written down Brandon Wakeham's name, but again. Parramatta 13 plus at $2.25. You reckon it's going to be a kick? I think they'll put a job on them. Well, if they're going to be what we said, what do you think, Trevor? Um, I reckon uh, Parramatta uh, will uh, put it on the Give show. the job. Yeah. Raiders, Titans, same thing, is it? Yep. Yeah. $2.20. Must add. And they've lost AJ Brimson and uh, Fok- uh, Fotuaka. Um, which, yeah. Don't need to spend much time on that. <laughs> Cowboys, Broncos on a Friday. I've got the Cowboys winning that. Yeah, mate. Opening of the new stadium. <laughs> Up there at North Queensland, so why not? Yeah. Christen it with a win. And you got Milford in the halves with who? Uh, Milford's in the half with Brady Croft. And they're both going to run sideways and mm. miss tackles. Yeah, and just look at it now. Um, Boyd's playing four. Jack Bird at Boyd's fullback. Boyd's playing four. <laughs> and uh, oh, Jake yeah. Turpin's back. 
I even heard there was a chance of uh, Bird playing fullback. Yeah, yeah, he's been named as fullback. He's named fullback. Named yeah. fullback. Yeah. Oh, sorry, uh, Boyd's playing for Jack Bird. Yeah. One. Bird will sorry. go right at fullback, I reckon, as long as he can stay fit. It's the old uh, Bird versus Holmes at fullback. He's quick, There's he's a, strong. He's fucking, yeah. Maybe it's time even – it should have been time yeah, even time last year, really. Oh, he's busted McCull- all last year. Mm. I can barely played, but – uh, but missing um, Carrigan at lock, uh, missing Carrigan's going to be a superstar. I actually bought Give him, him for a couple my, of years, Carrigan. I actually bought him for my super coach today, so there you go. Here's a little spoiler. Um, Pango Jr., it's still not a bad forward pack, but missing Lodge, missing uh, Gillette is a big out. Um, yeah, Cowboys. The forward pack's explosive, but defensive, it's probably not the greatest. But Morgan, it's, yeah, maybe Michael Morgan difference here. Yeah? Val Holmes, how's Val going to go first game back? No, you'll struggle for a few weeks. Yeah. Osako on the bench, interesting bench, actually. Anyway. He's quick, though. So Osako off the bench is interesting. Give and, him um, half a hole, loose score. And McCulloch off the bench, but, yeah, there we go. Mm. Um, so, Cowboys? Cowboys. Cowboys. Cowboys, 1-12, 280. Yep. Knights and Warriors. <laughs> what a game. Mm. I mean, the only not, question not, I had here was Knights 1-12 or Knights 13+. plus. Okay, I can't see the Warriors doing anything. I think the Knights will, uh, will go out. We've got a lot. We got a point to prove. Mm. Yeah. Uh, anything to add? I'm just looking through the teams. Jaden Blade, Booz, Sophie, Clamour, Lot, uh, Fitzgibbon, Barnett, Sese. Um. Yeah. Yeah. What do you say? It's a particularly unwatchable game and a particularly unwatchable time. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Knights should win. Um, Rabbitohs Sharks five thirty. Don't be excited about. Uh, Rabbitohs just step up and prove a point early. Yeah, I think the Rabbitohs win. Trev, it's going to be a tough game, uh, but no, I think Rabbitohs. Mitchell, Gagai, Roberts, Burns, Graham, Walker, Reynolds back line for Souths. It's um, yeah, Will, William Kennedy's playing fullback for you. Bun. There you go. He's got hands like feet. Should be good. He's a bloke that debuted and had that shocker, eh? That's him. And you've brought back um, Mulatalo as well. Turn that out. Who's Mulatalo? Oh, uh, Ronaldo. Yeah. Oh, Ren- no, Ronaldo. that was the bloke that fucking debuted and had a shocker. No, he was a red hot first like game three. and then he couldn't yeah, catch for three weeks. Catch thing. Um, what a bad South team. He'd be all right on the wing, but yeah. A couple of young South forwards there. Ethan Lowe on the bench. We'll match them in the forwards. They'll get us in the backs. Yeah. Beat us by about eight. Penrith Roosters, 7.30 at Penrith Stadium. Not much to talk about from Caledacum. We've talked about everything else, really, Same in the sort of I teams. Before, I was just tossing up whether it's going to be 1-12 to 12 or 13+. plus. I've put down 1-12, to 12, but the more I think about it, I think it might be a space job. But. Uh, Roosters coming out Penrith, like, you know, like we've never really had any issues over the last so many years, so I think the Roosters uh, will give it to Penrith on Saturday. The only thing to say is um, Roosters start slow. Many years they usually yeah. usually lose it. Other Tigers beat them in the second round a couple of years in a row and that sort of thing. But just look at the forwards. But have a look at the yeah, backs against each other. That's a hot forward pack. Yeah, they got um, Kikau. But look, Jared, we're really. at Hargraves. No, he plays. He tells that. I heard he was playing for Penrith this year. That's all I got told for two years. Oh, mate, I know there was talk of him signing an Audi, but obviously they signed that. Uh, who is it? Teda Teda Tavano. Teda Tavano, Stan. Who we've actually bought from Westwood Coach too, because he was quite cheap and might play a bit of time. Player, man. 
Corey Sanders, a bit of penalty. The only reason he wasn't the starter is because Takeo is there. Oh, that's right. But, yeah, grand final four back. start for Penrith all year. He'll be good. He'll make you money in Supercoach. Year for, uh, year for Victor Radley get back on board and be one of the best I don't know what, or is he going? I don't know what he's going to do, man. Yeah. I don't know if he's a hooker. I don't know if he's a back rower. He, he does a lot of work, but... Mr. Fixer. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's Mitchell Orbison. He might be playing some changes in a couple of years. Yeah, that's true. Um, Sam Verrills, I've got a big rap on Sam I was going to say, Verrills on the interchange is a good player. a superstar he's a good in player. the future, but... Won't you? Penrith, where do they go? Calabacans, they just uh, might be men against the boys here. Mm-hmm. Manly Storm, four o'clock Sunday. We'll be back at the Colonial from Batlow by then. This is the only upset I've tipped for the for you got Manly the weekend. Yeah, Manly won. Why not? Yeah, Manly is going to be tough. They're going to match them in the forwards, and I think their back line's better. Man, man, mainly at Waterland, it's going to be tough, and mate, and I don't like disappointing the fans at Waterland. Mm. And yeah, they're not going to get beaten in the forwards. That's going to be. It's just going to be. It always is, but geez, it's a good game. That might be the first game of any side. I think that's oh, the yeah. best game of the round. Yeah, that's match of the round. Um, easy match of the round. Uh, I will. Yeah, I just split. Yeah, Manly at home. Why not? Three twenty. Not a bad price. It's a fair bet. And then the six o'clock. So the six o'clock. Uh, Sunday's permanent fixtures. Yes, good. It's better than um. I think it's a good way to set up. Don't necessarily need the. Uh, I'm not sure about the Thursdays, but I was going to say drop the Thursdays. I think got to get rid of the Thursdays. I reckon you just drop the Thursday. Go two Friday, three Saturday, three Sunday. Go two o'clock to six is fine with me. Yeah, I think you're going to get rid of the Fridays. Just drop the Thursdays. Yeah. Yeah. And Tigers Dragons at Wind Stadium. Do I have you blokes winning this one? No, I don't. <laughs> Corey Thompson named it fullback. Dewey in the centres. Dragons won 12. Hmm. It's going to be a tough game. It will be. It'll oh, probably be the I closest game of the I round. Can't, I'm can't pretty say. confident. I'm looking forward to watching it. I, I can't pick up a moment between those two. Golden point. Give us a look at that. Yeah, it might well be. Have a look at those teams, man. <sighs> You're supposed to do this. I did do this. Fuck it, what did you do? <laughs> look at my notes here. Uh, my notes are in alphabetical order. What did you do? fucking four pages of notes. How many notes have you got? <laughs> Fuck. Jeez. Uh, Five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, notes. no, they beat you in the forwards. Mm. One to twelve. Mm, mm. Yeah, fair enough. Trev? Yeah, I reckon golden point. Yeah. Round one golden point between the Why two Why not? Teams. We'll lose that because it's golden point, so that's fine. <laughs> 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 nah, a bit of a, bit of one out of twelve or something. Yes, yes. I can't remember the one. I think it was against the Sharks. Actually, it's Robbie yeah, Farrell. Yeah. I was there at the Shark Park. <laughs> I was there that day. It's the only one. Uh, hey, kicked out of dummy half. Uh, the yes. yes, it was. Fanua, Falua combo is exciting. I really like, so yeah, I like BJ. That right edge so, no, is no something good. Hopefully that um, right that's something good. Um, we've crept on for a very long time, longer than I thought we would, but um, mm-hmm. it's the start of footy season and we're launching a new uh, footy and frothy show, which we'll try and do every week and talk the same stuff. We'll do a bit of a review, a preview and um, talk some more shit, but um, we've, we've done a very good a job. We've bet. Each we are having a bet. And, um, um, let's do that. Some bloke didn't do it. No, I got a bet. Let's do it. What, what's I'll your ten dollar bet? On Manly one to twelve, three twenty, yep. and I got five bucks on Val Holmes to score the first try at thirteen. Nice. I'm going uh, Tigers one to twelve, three thirty, all up. Uh, where all was up. it? All up. Mm, I just lost it. I can't find my notes. You lost it on your Melbourne one to twelve. So it's about eight bucks, and then um, five bucks. Uh, Let's go five bucks, Gutho first try on a Thursday. First bet of the season, why not? 
kick off in style. Because we're gonna keep. Yeah, we're gonna keep a track of this. Trev, you got anything for us? You, you're not a gambling man, so that's fine. Gambling? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, not So Gutho first try, five bucks, and then yeah. What was your double? Tigers. Uh, Tigers one to twelve. Melbourne one to twelve. Yep. Whatever that is, I've got to dig it up. I wrote yeah, it somewhere. Six fifty-seven bucks. Yeah, something like that. And who was the first try score? Uh, Gutho. Gutho. Right. The king. Bicivo. King at Wankbest. <laughs> it will be because Gutho put him straight over and annoy me. <laughs> Happens every really? time. Um, we're going to wrap this up. I want to yes. thank you so much for joining us, Trev. I want you to get your plugs in there. Can you plug your <laughs> stuff? You plug your website and your podcast, which would spoke much more sense than Barney and I probably will for the rest of the season, so listen to them. But I uh, did no, plug don't them. Don't be twice. What the are you saying that for? <laughs> Fuck, mate. Promotion. No, they'll promote us. That's how it works. <laughs> cross promotion. Yeah, yeah someone yeah, like that. Promotion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Trev, get your plugs in. So uh, yeah, how do they find you on social media and also your podcasts and other business activities? Yeah, no, so definitely uh, uh, .com, uh Find out everything about the English game. And uh, the podcast is the final whistle podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram. Same, same with uh, Serious About Rugby League. You can find that on Facebook, Instagram as well. And Twitter, and also I'll be calling uh, Kendrick up New South Wales on Suara FM ninety nine point nine. Beautiful. And hey, if we want one of those spectacular shirts, you can see on YouTube through our YouTube channel. How do we get one of them? Are they get just that yours? Badge out. Get the badge out. Yeah, mate. You're uh, uh, gonna flog some merchandise. Yeah, so, at the, so at the moment. Uh, like we've only just got enough because uh, of the sponsors, but uh, we're working on getting more and see what we can do. Hit up Jim's mowing; they're good for money. Um, <laughs> but you know, awesome to have you on. Uh, check them out throughout the year. We're going to have you back on, hopefully regularly. And uh, if you had fun, you're welcome to come back and do it. I mean, I love it. Hope all your uh, stuff's going to be. If you're going to be feeling much better about life soon, you can do this regularly to have a beer with us as well. Yeah, no, definitely can't wait to have a few beers. Yeah. It's been a and, while. And we'll do this properly as uh, footy and frothy should be. I want to thank Director Spielberg over thank here, you Tony. Spielberg. Thank you. See you at Batlow. For those that haven't heard uh, and might be new to the show, check out the Club Trev podcast in general. Check out us on YouTube. And we'll be heading to Batlow this Saturday. Um, the new Batlow Hotel to do a show there and have a bit of fun with the locals. It's a great time away if you're down southern, the end of the snowy area there, Jindabyne, Tumut, Batlow, come and say good day. We'll be down there Friday, Saturday. I believe, Barney, are you coming? Are you? Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. Um, oh, you've been offered the Mustang, the front seat of the Mustang. Oh, beautiful. Do you want it? Yeah. I'll let him know. You're in. I'm not, there we go. I can't. Yeah. No, no, don't do any Chester activity. Down, no, 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 keep your head up. I've anyway. to- take a snorkel. That's fine. Do you need a grill? Um, if anyone knows Trev, just abuse him as soon as he rocks up. If you up. see him, <laughs> get stuck into him. Just tell him the other guy's better. But um, we'll be at yeah, Batlow to do that. Have some bit of fun. What are you doing this weekend? Come away? Uh, mate, Too hard oh, to do. Too much footy. Yeah, I won't be able to. This first weekend. round of footy. You need to come over at some point, though. We'll talk, we'll talk off here. Mm-hmm. That's all right. All our plans happen on air around here, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, see everyone at Batlow. I uh, hope you've enjoyed this uh, extended edition of the footy show. Footy show, that's copyrighted. Footy yeah, and frothies. frothies. Yes. Um, thank you, Barney Boy. Yeah, thank, thank you, producer Mariah. Thank you, Flobs, who fell asleep and went home halfway through. Uh, story of his life. And we will see everybody very soon. I've got to play some music to see us out. Hang on a thank you all for listening. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you, Trev. Have a good one. Here we go. Look at this. It's like professional stuff. Oh, no. It's not playing. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know what's going on. Bye, everyone. What do we pay you for? Bye. I don't know. You don't. Hang on. Oh, I can't remember anymore. See you, everyone. <laughs> this is a free podcast. <laughs> we have fun. See so, yes. Bye.